from the diamond, it's time to play ball. Welcome to today's presentation of Lawrence High School Baseball, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. As the teams are warming up for the game, let's turn things over to your Bronx broadcasters and go down to Chris Aponte and Trey Wright to get the first look at the cards duel in the diamond, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Welcome to Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Hello out there. We're on the air. It is baseball day today on a beautiful Saturday morning in Lawrence Township. My name is Trey Wright. Alongside me is Chris Aponte. As always, turn off the cartoons, lock your doors, turn on the radio. It's baseball time, and we've got a heavyweight matchup today, Chris. Yeah, huge matchup today. It's the Lawrence Cardinals versus the Norder Dame Irish. Um, it should be a great game here today. You know, the two of the top dogs in their CVC conference here, uh, you know, both leading their divisions and both in the top of the conference here, both with just only one loss in this season. So, um, like, it should be a clash of the Titans here today. It definitely will be. And we have people on the Internet already calling this game, predicting this game to be an instant classic between two teams. That last year, if you told us that this game was going to be a clash of, like, two heavyweight boxers, we would have thought you have been insane. But the Cardinals completely turning around the culture over the last 12 months. We're going to talk about it a little bit in, uh, in the coaches show, and we're talking about it all throughout this season, just the culture change that Jim Mayer has brought to this Cardinals team. But this is bar none going to be their biggest test of the year, taking on the Notre Dame Irish. You've got five kids that are already uh, committed to D1 schools, a couple of them are Big Ten schools. I think one of them is committed to Rutgers baseball as well. They're huge college program. So overall, it is going to be the biggest test to see how good Jim Mayer's squad truly is. Yeah, it's going to be a really big test today to see against a, a, a team with, um, like you said, a lot of a lot of more experience and a lot of more uh, older guys on their team. But one thing that I've loved watching so far here about the Cardinals is they don't really care who you are, how old you are, or anything like that. They're going to just come out here and do their thing and play their game. Um, and that's probably one of the best things here to watch this year is how some players on this team are young and, and not committed anywhere. But, you know, they, they're not really scared to show against who they're playing, and, and they're really just up for any opponent. And, and that's what's so great about this, this Cardinals team this year and the part of the culture changed by Jim Mayer and everything like you were just mentioning um, is now that fearlessness that this Cardinals team has. And on the mound today for the Cardinals is only a freshman, um, Aiden Crowley. So, again, that's part of that fearlessness, how he's going to go up against a, a really experienced squad with a total of 76 RBIs for um, the Notre Dame Irish. And, you know, it's he's not going to have to show any fear on the mound and just do his thing, do his game, um, and, and just trust in, trust in what he does. Yeah, Crowley on the mound today, like you mentioned. And we expect Luke Foley to be dealing on the bump for the Irish today. We'll uh, get your, your official lineup here. In the next uh, after the next break but overall taking a look at some of these stats for Aiden Crowley 10 innings pitched he's one and one on the year uh, started the, uh, the only loss of the year against Pennington two weeks ago today he's allowed seven hits seven runs for them earned he's only walked five batters he's thrown <laughs> three strikeouts that's an ERA of 2.80 many major league pitchers would love to see that but you go back to like just the um the duality of this team these two teams you got notre dame vet a heavy heavy veteran influence mostly made up of juniors and seniors i only see a handful of sophomores on here i only three see three sophomores on here and zero freshmen 
But then you go look at Lawrence, it's complete opposite end of the spectrum. You've only got four seniors that really, truly play. Two of them that really play every single game, Giovanni Brogel and Ben Pollock. But it is mostly underclassmen, and that's where we're seeing most of the production. Aiden Crowley, uh, yeah, Aiden Crowley, Connor Crowley, Teak Toto, Drew Dobkin, Deacon Moore, uh, or Kellen Moore, even though he's an upperclassman, he's all the way up there. Aiden Poot, you see in all those guys, these huge underclassmen, the freshmen and sophomores that are really doing the most damage for this Cardinals team. Yeah, you know, and that's the, probably the most exciting thing about this team is how the majority of the guys are young and they're still willing to go up against these older teams and these older guys. And that's what we're going to see here today against the Notre Dame Irish versus the Lawrence Cardinals. And like you mentioned as well, we saw a great game by the freshman um, Deacon Moore um, at their previous game where he threw amazing on the mound um, and, and had some big contributions on in the batter's box as well. So um, I wouldn't be surprised here as well if he has another big game as he's going to be the DH for today for the Cardinals. But if not, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see another freshman step up to the plate and, and get the job done. And another big thing that Jim Mayer has been, uh, you know, really just repeating, repeating, drilling to this team is that it's not just one guy who has to show up. It's the whole team, and that's something we're seeing where a bunch of guys here for the Cardinals are just getting on base and getting in, in scoring position, and that's what's giving them the advantage in these games for the Cardinals is getting in the early positions they need to and, and executing on them. Yeah, and the, you mentioned that. It's just got to be a full-team effort. You can't be the Anaheim Angels where it's just Shohei Otani and Mike Trout doing all the work and then just everybody else getting credit for it. Or you, another reference, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid for the Edmonton Oilers. You can't, you literally cannot have only a handful of players doing everything while everybody else is you know, slacking. It's got to be a full team effort, and we've seen this full team effort from this uh, Cardinals team. But Drew Dot, or uh, Aiden Crowley, he's definitely got a tough, tough uh, road to hoe here this afternoon because taking a look at these hitting stats for the Notre Dame Irish, you mentioned it, 76 RBIs, 10 home runs. Lawrence just hit their first home run of the season. Robert Kelly in the fifth inning against West Windsor Plainsboro North back on Tuesday. That has been their only dinger this entire season. And you got to multiply that by 10 just to get to Notre Dame stats. Yeah, it's it's definitely a huge, huge difference compared to both teams. But um, I think that's what gives both teams like their own little style of ball. So, you know, you have Notre Dame who, who might have a lot more power hitters and everything. But when you look into the Cardinals, you just have a bunch of guys who are just going to get on base and just play basic ball. And, and that's exactly what you want here for the Cardinals uh, to win. But, yeah, like you did say, it's definitely an interesting way to see here tonight where you have a team with already 10 home runs so far throughout the season um that's almost a home run every game if you were to put it in that perspective it is and, a home run every game and then you have the cardinals with um just one home run throughout the whole season so uh but they've been executing the cardinals with a total of, of 80 rbis um and only one home run so it uh, just proves how effective and efficient they are when they get to the batter box yeah but that proves that you don't need this team does yeah. not need the long ball they do not. when it comes to scoring runs you look at their differential they got a hundred 100 points for in 11 games 100 points in 11 games is ridiculous they've only got a surrender 39 so that's a differential of 61 which is insane comparing that last year their differential was minus 38 runs then you go down to notre dame they're 85 and 21 that's their ratio for points for and points against so they're 91 their only loss was their first game of the year against steiner a 3-2 loss at steiner high school but overall, it's just about getting on base, getting these runs in, you know, taking advantage of others' mistakes. 
And Notre Dame, they've shown that they are not a team that makes too many mistakes. Yes, they've won some really tight contests that against opponents that Lawrence has completely beat out of the water. They lost a tight or they won a tight game against Hopewell Valley, the same Hopewell Valley team that Lawrence crushed 17 to 2. Yeah, I mean, this this is a game where, you know, sometimes you see the Cardinals uh, struggle early in the game and then, you know, the other team will make silly errors and then the Cardinals will execute and then, and then eventually the momentum will be on their side and they'll play really good. But um, against Notre Dame, you know, you're not going to really see a, a team doing a bunch of errors and mistakes and anything like that. So um, you're going to have to see the Cardinals here come just play their game and, and just play right baseball uh, just from starting from the first pitch and, and making sure their defense is on point. And, again, that's something that Jim Mayer really, really said a lot. Uh, in the coaches preview that we have is how important defense is to this team so I'm expecting to see a huge contribution on the defensive side and just a minimal amount of, of mistakes going on both sides of the, of the team. Yeah, especially with Dan Drizga back on third base, he provides such a great effort from that five slot, but take a look at your CBC standings, Lawrence currently stands atop Notre Dame right on their heels, both of them with a, or Notre, Lawrence leads with a 9-1 and one, or 10-1 and one record, Notre Dame 9-1, and one, but Lawrence is currently undefeated in the conference standings at 8-0. Then he got Steiner, Allentown, Robbinsville, Hopewell Valley, and Nottingham. So we're starting to see Lawrence and Notre Dame really start to pull away. Steiner just a game behind, Allentown two games behind. So overall, it seems that Lawrence and Notre Dame are going to come right down to the bloody end when it comes to the CBC battle. Yeah, it's going it's to be a very, very down-to-the-wire uh, um, just season either way, the way the season's going to come out and end. Just looking at, at the teams come out here today as we have uh, Notre Dame taking infield and outfield right now. Uh, you know, both teams just look really solid, look really um, really just on point on everything like that. So it's this, this is definitely going to be down to the wire. I would expect to see this big down the line in the playoffs. Um, come tournament time, playoff time, I expect this these two teams to pretty much be in the finals if you to word it like that. These two teams to come down and, and face each other again in a big game like that. Yeah, Cardinals and the Irish are currently the class of the CVC right now. But Lawrence, Notre Dame on deck here. We're going to go to our coaches show after a brief couple of announcements. But don't go anywhere. We have got one hell of a tilt here slated for this morning. Like I said, turn off the cartoons, turn up your listening device, spit the fire, walk the dogs, do whatever you need to do. Just don't go away. Keep us on your listening device. You're listening to Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. Mental Fitness on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance. 
Reasons of teen drug and alcohol abuse is peer pressure and self-medication. 46% of 12th graders have been drunk at least once in their life. Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance creates and designs educational programs and events to get the community involved to help members of Lawrence Township adversely affected by alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. Lada is compromised of a Mercer Council on Alcoholism and Drug Addiction whose desire is to help prevent alcohol and drug-related problems. Lada events and programs include the Campfire Boys and Girls programs for elementary and secondary students. If you want to get involved, meetings are held the last week of each month in the manager's conference room at the Lawrence Township Municipal Building. For more information on the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance, its mission statement, programs, and a complete calendar of events, visit the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance page at lawrencetwp.com slash alcoholism and drug addiction. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. We're back with more on the Lawrence Cardinals pregame show exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Underwritten by Bocelli Pizza in Lawrenceville and by Porchots Barbecue in Ewing. We've still got some time before the opening pitch, so let's go inside the dugout and chat up new LHS head coach Jim Mayer for the latest updates and analysis on the cards. This is the Lawrence Cardinals On Deck Circle Coaches Show right here on WRRC2. Welcome to the LHS On Deck Circle here on 1077 LeBron Retro. I'm Trey Wright with Chris Aponte and Cardinals head coach Jim Mayer. Coach, thanks for being on once again. So leading off with a recap of Thursday's win over WWP North, stellar pitching and simply just getting on base was a name of the win once again. Our first question is, how have you guys been able to generate these rallies in the batter's box? Well, you know, as I was telling you guys, uh, I didn't think we swung the bat particularly well yesterday other than Gio and Robert with one home run. We did some small things. We stole probably nine bases. We won it four or five times. I just didn't have a good feel the way we were swinging the bat. We were just rolling over with too many ground balls. So we just did played a little small ball yesterday. So we saw on Thursday, Dan Drisgo returned to the lineup for the first time since suffering a concussion on April 9th at Pennington. So how did his presence in the lineup early motivate the team and help them towards generating a win? Well, he definitely shall, uh, shores up our defense. He's a really good defensive third base. We got to get him swinging the bat a little better, but uh, defensively, he's a big boost. So shifting gears to the game against Notre Dame, this is your guys' biggest test of the season so far, bar none, especially since it's against another CBC foe that has such a powerful hitting core. The Irish recording 10 home runs in their first 10 games. With Aiden Crowley on the mound for his third Saturday game of the year, what do you want to see out of your young freshman pitcher? Yeah, I told him, just go out there and compete and go as hard as you can for as long as you can. We have everybody available other than Deacon. You know, I can use Kellen Moore for a couple innings. I can use Robert. I can use Connor Crowley. So we have everybody available for a couple innings. Um, I wouldn't want to stretch too far, Connor and, and Kellen. I just told him, keep us in the game for as long as you can. And uh, you just go out there. It's a, it's a good, you know, it's a good uh, learning experience for 
So junior Robert Kelly hit the first home run for the Cardinals this season, and Deacon Moore had a phenomenal game on the mound. So transferring over to the Notre Dame game, what is your game plan against them? Because they are currently on a nine-game win streak, only taking one loss in the first game of the season. So how will you transform in the confidence for Robert Kelly and uh, Deacon Moore, who just had a great game as well? well we're not going to change anything. Um, you know, we're, we're going to try to move runners. We're going to play a little small ball at times. And we got to hope our big guys in the middle lineup drive and run. You know, we need Gio and Aiden at the top and, the, you know, Deacon, those guys at the bottom to get on base. You know, hopefully we can do I'm assuming we're going to probably face the Foley kid who's left-handed. There's a lot of all speed stuff so we're gonna have to be patient so the cardinals having multiple games with a low amount of errors especially at home we saw great pitching and defense by the cardinals this last game against west windsor north how much have you emphasized defense for a team that has had a hot bat as well you know my philosophy is always pitching and defense wins you know, i'll take pitching and defense over the rest of the stuff all time you, you know i don't care how much you hit you can't throw it you can't field it you're not winning many games and you mentioned Irish pitcher Luke Foley, who's 2-0 on the season with an ERA of 1.4 in his games played. But Lawrence currently leads the CBC at the moment, and lots of people are calling this game versus Notre Dame a clash of the Titans with the potential for it to be an instant classic. So what about your team gives you and your players the confidence going into this heavyweight matchup? Well, the way we played. I mean, we played very well this year. We played some very challenging schedule with at Hopewell, at Robbinsville, at Pennington, at Allentown, at Steiner, at Frank. Franklin Township. We've been in big games. We've won a lot of big, close games, so I don't think we'll be phased one bit tomorrow. Yeah, and that brings me perfectly into my final question. Finally, Coach, 10-1 in your first 11 games. An astonishing run differential of 61, completely shattering last year's negative 38. Old rivals like Allentown, Hopewell Valley, Robbinsville falling by the wayside, and the team looking not only its best in years, but also its happiest. Would you say the culture of Lawrence Cardinals baseball has been completely flipped on its head? Yeah, huh? I mean, you know, we tried to stress that when we came in. Look, there's, there's uh, you got to believe in yourselves. Look, there's only one way to get better, and that's to work as hard as you can every day, whether it's practice, in the cage. And, uh, you know, obviously, we have some very talented kids, and I think winning those close games early on the road really gave us the belief in that we got a chance to be pretty good. Well, thank you so much, Coach, for joining us here this afternoon, and good luck against Notre Dame. Big heavyweight matchup. Looking forward to it. The Tanning Zone Time Capsule and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by the Tanning Zone in Ewing, Hamilton, and Bordentown. You never have to say goodbye to the summer bronze you worked so hard to achieve at the Tanning Zone. In just a few visits, you can maintain your summer color all year round. The Tanning Zone has professionally trained experts in the latest products and services who are ready to help you achieve your tanning goals at a reasonable price college students will love. Have a wedding or other event coming up? Get the perfect tan utilizing their sunless booth, UV-free airbrush, or a wide variety of sunbeds. Whether it's winter spring, summer, or fall, you don't have to fly to the Caribbean or lie on a beach all day to obtain an incredible tan. You just need to go to the Tanning Zone in Ewing, Hamilton, and Bordentown. For more information, the Tanning Zone services and specials, like their happy hour, Wellness Monday, $10 Tuesday, specials online, it's thetanningzonehamilton.com. You'll be leaving with a smile and a great tan. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious! Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, 
don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. Might be out of here, out of here. See you later. Robert Kelly, a three-run blast to deep left field. What a shot. Welcome to your home for Lawrence Cardinals Baseball 1077 The Bronx Retro. Lawrence High School Baseball is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, a place for good food located in the Capitol Plaza Shopping Center in Ewing. And by Vocelli Pizza, delivering classic Italian quality at 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. The cards are ready. The fans are ready. Are you ready? Let's go down to Chris Aponte and Trey Wright for the call only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2, Lawrence, Notre Dame, in just a couple of moments. But my name is Trey Wright alongside Chris Aponte. Boys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's get ready to rumble! Yeah, for sure, a big game. Ooh, excuse me, a big <laughs> game here for us today at definitely a game to get ready and rumble to um we have two of the best teams in the cvc conference for new jersey baseball here to play today uh like you said lawrence cardinals on a currently 10 and 1 on the year versus the notre dame who are 9 and 1 it's actually pretty crazy to say that lawrence is on a seven game win streak and then um the notre dame i've only lost their first game of the year so they are on a nine game win streak so Someone has to lose their win streak today, and, and we're going to have to see who it is. Yeah, you got two massive winning streaks coming into this game, and it's a beautiful Saturday morning here. And, oh, Lordy, Lordy, you are in for a good one. Don't go anywhere just yet. Yeah. So we'll take, a look at, we'll take a look at our starting lineups here presented by Tasty Sub Shop. Starting off with the Irish leading off the right fielder, Lance Eelbacher. Then it's going to be uh, Justin Precop. He's DHing. That's going to be Chase Burrows taking the bump here for the Irish this morning. Then Brandon Buecher. He's playing catcher. He's in the third slot. Jack Hughes. No, not the New Jersey Devils, Jack Hughes. He's going to be playing first base. He's batting fourth. Fifth is Logan Eelbacher. He's center field. Left field today is going to be David Olenchalk. He's playing, uh, he's batting sixth. And then going down to seven, eighth, and nine, the uh, bottom of the lineup. Yes, David Olchalk. Then it's going to be uh, TJ Magliosa. Excuse me, no, that's going to be number nine of Dom Vizzoni. He's batting seventh. He's uh, playing third base this afternoon. Then it's going to be TJ Magliozzo. He's playing shortstop. He bats eighth. And rounding out the lineup, Nate Jones. He's playing uh, second base. Now let's get to your starting lineup for the Lawrence Cardinals. Nothing has really changed. Giovanni Brogel continues to lead off and play center field. Aiden Crowley, who was on the bump on Tuesday, now plays, uh, He's who was on first base on Tuesday, now is going to be pitching here for the Cardinals. Robert Kelly continues to play shortstop. He's batting third, batting cleanup, the first baseman, Kellen Moore. Then Teak Toto, he's batting fifth. He's playing right field as usual. Riley Rivera in his usual second base spot. spot. He's batting sixth. Deacon Moore DHing here for Drew Dobkin. Once again, he's batting seventh. Dan Drizga, his second game returning to the lineup. He's in uh, third base. And then Ben Pollock rounds out the lineup. He's in left field this afternoon, or this morning, rather. Yeah, it seems like everything. <laughs> players are going to get ready to step on the field, start taking some 
ground balls to get loosed up for the game. But, yeah, like you said, nothing much has changed for the Cardinals lineup. Um, we've seen this lineup happen, so it should be uh, good to hear to see for the Cardinals. Just, you know, their team just out here having fun, enjoying their day. And it's really beautiful out here. You really can't complain if you're just a baseball fan. It's definitely the type of day you want. Not too, a couple clouds hovering over the sun. So it's a bit, little chilly, windy, but not too bad. It's You don't even need to have a long sleeve. It's beautiful out today. And, you know, the umps are out here to play this game. Hopefully no bad calls. Hopefully we have a good strike zone here for the game because we've seen previously games here for the Cardinals where, you know, some calls have been a little, woo, what are you doing there, ump? But yeah. Uh, hopefully today, you know, the umpire understands how big this game is and how strong these two teams are, and, and we'll respect that. 100% a battle of titans. i got to be honest. When I saw that there was a Jack Hughes on this Notre Dame team, I could not help but laugh. If you know me well, you know that I am one of the biggest Devils fans around here. Been here that way for like the last 10 years or so. Uh, Devils currently down in the series in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, down two games to nothing against the crosstown rival New York. York Rangers. They'll be playing at the Garden tonight at 7.30 over on TBS. But that is all the way then, and that is much there in the major leagues of a completely different sport. But I thought I would highlight the fact that, hey, Jack Hughes is pretty good for the Devils. Jack Hughes might be a little bit good for the Notre Dame Irish. Take a look at his stats here. Go down. He's got he's batting 464, the second highest, uh, the second biggest or third biggest um, average this season so far. But he's been hit by a pitch four times. He's got two home runs on the year. He's tied with Dom Vizzoni and Brandon Buecher in that category. All three guys in the starting nine this morning. So we could see a couple guys go yard in this contest. Yeah, we definitely can. And, I mean, you know, it's uh, we've only seen one home run so far in this, in this uh, field so far this year. So uh, maybe there'll be more, like we talked about in the previous shows, how big and not awkward i would say but how awkwardly sized this field is how the right fence the fence on the right field side of the is pretty high um center field is very far back it's it's over 400 feet straight on and to the left field it's about like 330 but again with the little high high fence and we saw robert uh robert go over that robert kelly go over that the last game but it seems like everything is about to get started here for the cardinals and the irish and nothing to say but let's play ball Lance Eelbacher, the senior, twin brother to Logan Eelbacher, takes his box for the first time this morning. Here's the pitch, and it's going to be right down the zone for strike one. Great start there for Aiden Crowley. Ball game is on. Yeah, great first pitch. It seemed like the uh, ump has a weird left leg as he limped up there, but uh, great first start for the Cardinals. Here it is. That's going to be fouled back on the parking lot, and Eelbacher will click, quickly go down 0-2. And the parking lot has been roped off. A couple of cars just, got hit back on Tuesday again in the game against North. Yeah, I was just about to mention that too, how they blocked off a whole section so no cars could go in there. So taking some pre precautions for today's game. Here's the 0-2. Just barely outside of the zone. Crowley wanted that, but that's quickly going to deliver a ball towards Eelbacher. Taking a look at his stats, he's batting 522, currently the best average batting average on this Irish team. Here's the one, two. Strike three. He got him. What a deal there from Aiden Crowley. And quickly, one down in the top of the first inning. Yeah, huge first pitch, uh, first out for the Cardinals. Uh, right there, just great off-speed pitch, just getting the batter just off, off balance and, and swinging to the fences and missing. Justin Precop takes his box for the first time today. 
Lefty batter against a righty pitcher. That's going to be just outside of the zone, so Precop will go up 1-0. I think the, sorry, sorry for cutting you off. I think the most important thing here for the Cardinals, though, is, is just getting up in the count today. Indeed it is. Still a 0-0 game. Here's the 0-1. That's going to be a 1-1. One, one. Crowley will just get it right in the zone. Evams up the count, 1-1. One one. Precop this season, 462 average. He's uh, not been too, too bad. Only 13 at-bats of the year. Here it is. That's going to be lined right to center field. That ball is going to get past Robert Kelly. So Precop, for his first time today, will get on first. Yeah, just a looping ball right there, hovering over the head of Robert Kelly and dropping in center field. Um, just a quick start for the Irish here. First man on base for them. The second batter. So uh, for the Irish, it's what you want. And now for the Cardinals, what they'd be looking here is turn a little double play. You see both infielders there uh, moving close, closer to the second base bag, but see what they could do. So that'll bring Brandon Buecher up to the box for the first time today. And he is going to pop one high up in the air. Rivera's going to call, and he'll quickly get the F4. Buecher will fly out to Rivera to record the second out, and that will bring up Jack Hughes, the cleanup hitter. The big boy. Big lad. Definitely a lot bigger than real life Jack Hughes. I'll give him that. Yeah, Jack Hughes here is a big guy. Boone <laughs> stepping in the batter's box. But uh, good fly out right there by Riley Rivera to just get the second out of the inning. Now the Cardinals could go either to first and second just to clear the inning out. Hughes, one of the biggest guys on this team. Here's a fresh set. That's going to be lined just trickles wide of third base. Drizga not able to bring that down to you know, save someone some energy from getting the ball. But uh, Hughes will quickly go down 0-1 in the count. We're seeing a lot of swinging from this Notre Dame team already. Yeah, Notre Dame is swinging at it, but Crowley's getting the better of it, and his defense is there to help him as well. Crowley, here's the 0-1. That's line. That's going to get past Robert Kelly once again. So runners on first and second as it's another single here for Jack Hughes. And that will bring up Logan Eelbacher for the first time this morning. Yeah, Jack Hughes is staying patient in the box. You saw he waited back on the off-speed pitch. And then the moment it came his way, he attacked and, and, and just drilled it right past Robert Kelly. So now the other Eelbacher tw uh, twin has leads the team in hits with 14 this season, bats 467. He's got four stolen bases so far on the season. So now Aiden Crowley, just one pitch away, trying to get out of this inning. Fresh set, ball right in there, 0-1. Great pitch right there. It doesn't look like a freshman on the mound right now, if I must say. Seems like a little older, an upperclassman, but Crowley just composing himself and handling himself very well right now. He's definitely grown a lot since his first start against Pennington. Crowley checks back at second for Precop. Here it is. That's fly high in the air. Kellen trying to get it. Toto trying to get it as well, but that's going to fall foul before Toto, who is running like a Shinkansen there, unable to get to the ball in time. And Toto running for just trying to get to that foul ball but that was pretty close to the the fence on the on the right field line so he wasn't able to make it there on time seemed like the in an mob one of the fans might have jumped over the the, the, the stands to get that ball but uh right there total just not able to grab it so oh two count two outs Cardinals seeing if they could do any work here sure that one cubs fan uh his name <laughs> slips me at the moment but here's the oh two two outs 
Line right to Kellen Moore. Easy grab. And it's quickly two batter, two runners left on base for the Irish, but the Cardinals able to get out of it. Still scoreless here. When we next come up to bat, it's going to be Brogel, Crowley, and Kelly up to bat here for the first time this afternoon when we return to Lawrence Cardinals baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. Might be out of here, out of here. See you later. Robert Kelly, a three-run blast to deep left field. What a shot. Welcome to your home for Lawrence Cardinals Baseball, 1077 The Bronx Retro. Lawrence High School Baseball is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, a place for good food located in the Capitol Plaza Shopping Center in Ewing. And by Focelli Pizza, delivering classic Italian quality at 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. The cards are ready. The fans are ready. Are you ready? Let's go down to Chris Aponte and Trey Wright for the call, only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Trey Wright alongside Chris Aponte going in the bottom of the first inning, still scoreless as Giovanni Brogel takes his box for the first time today. Chase Burrows on the, here it is, ball just outside of the zone. And Brogel will go up in the count 1-0. Yeah, great eye there by Brogel. Uh, we've seen him being very patient in a batter's box, so let's see how they could use that to their advantage today. And that's another ball just right uh, in the zone, so that'll even up the count 1-1. One and, one. and it looks like Chase Burrows does not need any sort of pitching clock. He would be perfect when it comes to the MLB, and that was a nasty off-speed pitch just in the zone. So Brogel will quickly go down 1-2. and two. Yeah, quick to go 1-2. and two. <laughs> Uh, now it's interesting to see how he could bounce back in this count. Burrows, the ace of this Notre Dame rotation. That's going to be a ball low in the zone, so it's 2-2. Taking a look at Burrows' stats for the season, he's a 2-1 on the year, allowing only 14 hits and 16.2 innings pitch. He's got an ERA of .42, the lowest we have seen. Burrows trying to get Brogel to chase that ball. Curveball inside, 3-2. Yeah, Brogel now fighting back in the count, sitting patient. Two inside balls by his his ankles per se, but you know him thing. Oof. That's gonna go off the home plate, says the home plate umpire, so it'll stay a full count at three and two. You mentioned the thing about the umpire really struggling to get up with the uh, little leg there. I believe we have the same umpire against West Windsor Plainsboro North. Yes, I believe we do. Three two. Strikeout, he got him. Nasty slider there from Burroughs. Brogel going down. One out. Yeah, big swing and miss for Brogo. He did bounce back in the count, but couldn't get the better of it. So now Burroughs with the fir his first strikeout of the day, and Brogo going back to the dugout. That'll bring up Connor or Aiden Crowley. Here's a fresh set. 
high and outside, 1-0 towards the man who's on the bump here for the Cardinals, pitcher versus pitcher, and already, here's the 1-0, quickly gone 1-1. Yeah, a little pitcher versus pitcher action, always good to see a friendly competition, but uh, Crowley trying to get the best of this. Here's the 1-1, that barely, just a little floater there. Make it 2-1 towards Crowley, who stat line this season currently leads the team and runs with 15. He's been hit by a pitch four times. He's only had nine hits and 35 at-bats for an average of 257. That is going to go right to the shortstop, and it's going to quickly be a 5-3. Looked like Jack Hughes on first, bobbled the ball a little bit there, but field judge is going to call him out as quickly two away. Yeah, Jack Hughes able to make sure he gets the ball in the mitt and get the out there but now Cardinals with two quick outs on the inning now with the home run man Robert Kelly up to bat. Kelly who hit a long shot to left field in his last at bat here for the Cardinals. Here it is. Another off-speed breaking ball in the zone so it's going to be 0-1 towards this junior. Seem like the Cardinals are not having trouble but a little little off off uh, their feet right here with the off-speed pitches. They just have to, to bounce back and get to him, but uh, I think I think they will. Yeah, Burroughs, like we said, he's 2-1 on the year. He's only allowed two runs. One of them wasn't earned. He's only walked one batter. He's got 11 strikeouts coming into this game. That's going to be lined right to the shortstop. Get to Jack Hughes. It'll be 1-2-3 for the Irish this uh, in the first inning to end the first. So we remain scoreless going into the top of the second inning. Up for the Irish when we come back. Olinchok, Vizzoni, and Magliazzo when we return to Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club inside the Hyatt Regency Princeton. Audrey Hepburn once said laughing is and will always be the best form of therapy. And that's what Catch a Rising Star Comedy Clubs intend to do. Provide therapy through comedy and deep belly laughs. The original world-famous comedy club, Catch, has been synonymous with the best names in comedy for more than a quarter century. Their performers have appeared on BET, Showtime, Comedy Central, and more. Whether you're looking for a great date night, girls' night out, or solo laughs, Catch a Rising Star is guaranteed to meet your comedy needs. Looking to host your next celebration or event and in need of group tickets? Catch a Rising Star has that covered, too. For tickets and more information online, it's catcharisingstar.com. You'll laugh so hard it will hurt. It's two comedians for the price of one this weekend at Catch a Rising Star inside the Hyatt Regency Princeton. See headliner Richie Minervini along with Tugboat Manny on Friday, April 21st at 8 p.m. and Saturday, April 22nd at 7.30 p.m. For tickets and more info, it's catcharisingstar.com. It's baseball season. Tune into 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear me, pitcher and outfielder Ben Pollock, play select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC2. Listen online at 1077thebronc.com. Say that. You were listening to the Cardinals play baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Trey Wright and Chris Aponte here. Still, the score remains scoreless here, 0-0. Going into the top of the second inning, leading off is going to be David Olenchalk, the left fielder for the Irish. Here's the fresh set from Crowley. That's going to be just outside the zone once again. 1-0 to start off the top of the second. Yeah, 1-0 for Crowley against David here. David, you know, a pretty interesting batter right here for the Irish. Ooh, and a crack to Riley Rivera, and he'll be able to get the throw to first and record the out for the Cardinals. 4-3 to start off the top of the second. That'll bring up Dom Vizzoni, 
who is one of three batters with two home runs for this Irish team this season. The home run guy. Uh, a low batting average, but uh, but when he does get the bat to the ball, it does go far. Here it is. That's going to be just in the zone right there. A good little breaking ball from Aiden Crowley. He'll go up 0-1. Bazzoni with a batting average of one of .179, so uh, two home runs off that. So, you know, every time he gets an opportunity, he's cranking the ball. High-speed fastball there just outside the zone to even up the count 1-1 for Crowley. Talking about Dom Vizzoni, one of the many juniors, one of the many upperclassmen on this team here for the Irish. Ball in the dirt, two and one for Crowley. <laughs> Vizzoni, once again, just trying to get his team going. Crowley just trying to get his team back in the batter's box. One, two, three, last time for the Cardinals. Outside of the zone, three, one, hitters count for Vizzoni. Yeah, hitters count for Vizzoni. He's being very patient here in his boxes. Just letting Crowley see what he could offer for him. And, and, and Vizzoni here just sitting back and a lot of balls coming in for him. Here's a 3-1. That's it. Ball, that's going to be that's gonna be right in the strike zone. Vizzoni looking very surprised with that. So even up the count, 3-2. and two. Yeah, a little low, but I think it was just in the strike zone. So now Crowley trying to fight back. Chopper down the third baseline, gonna go foul. Drisgan unable to prevent that from going to the outfield. Vizzoni showing that it's his box once again. Three balls, two strikes, one out here. Top of the second inning, we remain scoreless in a huge heavyweight matchup between Lawrence and Notre Dame. 3-2, ball way over Vizzoni's head, and he will take his base. Yeah, so now another man on base for the Irish here, first man of the inning. And now they're going to have to, the Cardinals will have to manage that with just one man on base in the top of the second. So that'll bring out the shortstop, TJ Magliozzo, for his inaugural at bat of the morning. Magliozzo, take a look at his stat line. Three for 19 with an average of 158, the lowest batting average in the starting nine. So Crowley trying to take advantage of that, and he will throw a fastball right down the middle. 0 1. Another thing about today's game is it's probably the most packed game we've had here so far this year for the Cardinals. They have fans all over the place, all over the fences, so huge game here for them today. Here's the runner to second. Dobkin hesitated just a little bit, so Vizzoni will get his second stolen, but will get his third stolen base of the year to bring him within one of tying Loken Eelbacher for the most all year. Seemed like Dobkins there just bobbled the ball off the uh, off the transition to the to trying to get the ball to his throwing hand, but uh, it was a great throw by him. Just wasn't able to get it in on time. Yeah, we're seeing Dobkin really struggle a little bit with that all season long, and that is allowing runners to really pick him off, especially towards second base. Here's the one-one. That was a little bit of a weak strike there from Magliozzo. A huge swing and a miss for Magliozzo. Great off-speed pitch by Crowley. Seems like Magliozzo was not expecting that, so now the count is quickly one and two. Vizzoni in scoring position. Crowley checks back. Here it is. That's going to be a ball in the dirt. Dobkin almost let it get away from him, but he's able to corral it, so that will remain Vizzoni on third, or second, rather. Vizzoni in scoring position on second base, a pit, or a hit to the outfield would send him home and open up the scoring. Here's the one-two. 
ball in the dirt once again. Crowley just trying to get Magliozzo to chase it, but that'll quickly even up the count. 2-2 two -two here with one out. Yeah, no, the count is now 3-2. Oh, 3-2. Yeah, it was just 1-2, so now a full count. So Crowley just trying to make sure he could get this out and execute on this, on this opportunity where he was already up in the count. Crowley gets a signal from Dobkin, checks back Vizzoni on second base, checks back once again, 3-2. Ball in the dirt once again. That is three straight dirty balls. And Magliozzo will take his base back-to-back -back walks for Aiden Crowley. Yeah, Aiden Crowley back-to-back -back walks. Now men on first and second for the Irish. Um, like you said, a couple balls in the dirt, a couple off-speed pitches, it's not able to make it. So maybe he'll just go to a couple fastballs or something like that just to make sure his arm feels good and it's getting uh, where he needs it to. But uh, not a good look at a couple balls in the dirt for him. Yeah, you don't you don't want to do anything too, too stupid or too, too exorbitant. All you need to do is really just, you know, send some fastballs. He's got a wicked fastball. That's going to be popped up in the air, but it's going to be out of play in the parking lot. Nate Jones, who's playing second base. Bottom of the lineup here for the Irish here. In the top of the second inning, still scoreless, but runners on first and second, similar to what we saw in the top of the first inning, but only one out on the board here for the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals trying to also turn a double play here to get out of this little jam that they're in, uh, but they definitely can. Ooh, it's in there. Great good, pitch. Good curveball there from Crowley to make it a 0-2 two, oh two count. You see Coach trying to make a little shift for the Cardinals here, trying to get the left fielder to just move in a right for Pollock to move a bit to the right. Maybe there's a, something he sees that uh, the players don't. That's going to be out of the zone there for Jones. He'll go up in the count, 1-2. and two. Nate Jones batting 368 this season. He's currently got nine RBIs, seven hits on the year, and 19 at-bats for that 368. He's been walked five times, tied for second with Jack Hughes in that department. Crowley checks his runners on the base. Here's the one-two. Chopper, that is going to go in the outfield. Nobody can get it. Thankfully, Brogel was able to scoop that ball up to prevent runners from going home, but now Ducks on a pond for the Irish. And now Marr going to come and uh, talk to his starter a little bit, calm him down. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great hit back up the middle. We saw Riley Rivera and Robert Kelly both make a dive for the ball, not being able to get the glove on the ball, so the ball went through to the outfield. We saw prior this Brogel with a crazy arm in, in the infield out, outfield just launching him to the catcher, so seemed like the Irish were aware of that and, and decided to stop their man uh, at third base as now we have Dom Vizino, Vizino on third base for the Irish. And it's a bit of a jam now. Base is loaded, one out. You know, no, no real opportunity here for the Cardinals. Just have to make a play somewhere. Oh, and you're back at the top of the lineup for the Irish. You got Lance Elbacher, who struck out back in the top of the first inning already, back to the top of the lineup. So you're in a really big jam here if you're the Cardinals. Just trying to get out of this inning. You've got one out, just trying to turn a force-out double play. Just trying to get out and keep this game scoreless, but... Huge jam here for Aiden Crowley trying to get out of it. Yeah, definitely a hard jam to be in as a, as a freshman as well. But, again, this comes with the confidence he has. So he definitely believes he can get out of this jam, and, and he definitely believes in his team as well behind him. So Lance Eelbacher will take the box for the second time. Ball up high. You can definitely see the nerves from the freshman on the mound just trying to get out of this inning. But he's in a jam, and he knows that 
Chase Burroughs, definitely one of the best pitchers in all of New Jersey right now. Just not in, not only in the CVC, but all of the state of New Jersey. That's going to be fell back into the cage by Eelbacher. He'll quickly even up the count one and one. Yeah, one and one now. Carly just has to do his thing and, and just go to basics here with the one one count one out. We have the infield just playing. Seems normal here. Corners might be a tad bit in. Yeah, corners seem to be in right here, but uh, not, not nothing too much for the defensive side. Here's the 1-1, chopped up in the air, out of play once again. That'll go into the parking lot. Hopefully nobody gets hit. And it's quickly 1-2 and two towards the senior. And this would be a huge out for here if he'd be able to just get the, the batter uh, with the strikeout swinging or looking anything just to get the batter to just get out in the box is great than getting the ball in play. Eelbacher with the highest batting average of this team. Here it is once again. That's going to be a little blooper. Rivera unable to come down with it. Magliozzo is going to get there towards home. Wow. But that'll that was... be Lance Eelbacher is going to be called out. So it'll be a sacrifice RBI there for the senior. And the Irish break open the scoring 1-0. If I may say from my perspective... He might have looked safe at first base, uh, but the umps are going to call that an out with the sacrifice uh, sacrifice play right there. That was just a weird bloop right behind the the the, the mound right there. No one, no one able to get it there on second or shortstop and able dropping and the Irish able to get a run in. So that'll advance everybody as just or uh, Joseph Precop, excuse me, Justin Precop had it right the first time. Precop will take his bat or box for the second time this morning. He singled back in the top of the first to ruin the no-hitter that was going at the moment. And he is going to drive so. one all the way to left field. Brogel going back and is unable to come down with it. Two runs will score, and it's quickly a 3-0 game as Precop will make it to second. He's already halfway through the cycle. Yeah, that is a shot right there. Huge double to bring both of the runs in for the Irish. Now they have a 3-0 lead. Um, freshman here, you know, seem a bit walking with his head down, but, you know, still has to feel good about himself with, you know, two outs right here, but, you know, definitely a, a heartbreaking moment for him where he just let up all the runs coming. Yeah, and you see, I mean, we've, we were talking about in the pregame show, hitting is the name of the game when it comes to this entire uh, Notre Dame team in comparison to the pitching, well, we've seen really be so stellar for this Lawrence team. And that'll bring up Brandon Buecher for his second foray. Flew out to Riley Rivera. He's going to pop one up. Back into the cage a little bit there. Quickly go down in the count. 0-1. Yeah, quickly 0-1. Crowley definitely just want get to get, get out of this, this inning here. Not his best inning, not his best outing. and He could definitely get out of here. Well, we saw this in the game against Pennington two weeks ago as it'll be 0-2 towards Buecher. We saw this in the game against Pennington. He let a couple of runs go on early a little bit. That first run wasn't his fault. Un um, Rivera and Robert Kelly unable to really come down with that, and then it was just a bloop single there. Rivera wasn't unable to come down with, and then Giovanni Brogel tried to get it. It looked like he was going to get there for a second, but unable to come down with it. Buecher, good eye from him there, and will take a ball 1-2. Yeah, that was a close, close strike right there. Buecher with just a great eye sitting in the box now uh, with the 1-2 count seeing if he could uh, stay patient in the box and Crowley just trying to get that strikeout. Crowley will check Precop back on second. Here's the deal. Line drive through the gap. Precop is going to stay at third. 
Buker will get to first. So it's going to be runners on the corners for the Irish as they continue to pelt this Cardinals team. And Crowley just trying to get out of the jam here. That is four straight hits that he's let up. Yeah, man on the corner for Jack Hughes now coming up to bat for the Irish. Uh, he, he had a, an out previously, if I'm correct. He singled, singled. Ooh, I'm back sorry. in the he top singled. of the first inning. Trying to drive in some more runs here. But like you mentioned a little bit ago, it is packed here with Notre Dame just being up 206. So the battle of 206 being in favor of the Irish at the moment. Here's the fresh set. Ball going to be on. It looks like Buker was going to try and dig for second to get two runners in scoring position, but Dobkin had him beat. So Buker is going to remain at the first bag. Third bag populated by Precop, who got the scoring going just a couple of at-bats ago. That's going to be foul tip right back into the glove of Dobkin. So it's quick, quickly one-on-one. One. Yeah, one-one count here. Hughes is trying to get the ball in play just to get someone, because if he's able to drive in the run, it would just extend the lead for the Irish. And the Cardinals here just trying to get out of this jam. Yeah, already up three to nothing are the Irish. Fouled back into the dugout to make it one and two. You're seeing this is definitely going to be an uphill battle for the Cardinals. They went down one, two, three back in the bottom of the first, but still plenty of time, plenty of runs to go, plenty of innings to go here. So it's only a 3-0 lead. We've seen Lawrence score runs in the double digits as that ball going to be popped up in the air. Dobkin is going to lose it. That will advance Buker to second. Dobkin unable to find where the ball is going to be, so now it's going to be ducks on a pond once again. Yeah, it seems there like the ball just hit the home plate and, and took an awkward bounce and just like went over Dobkin's head and he wasn't able to exactly find the ball until he did. Um, runner on first advanced to second, but the runner on third stayed at third. So now two men in scoring position for the Irish. So Jack Hughes with a space hit with a chance. He's going to chop one right down home plate. Driska will come up with it, and he'll get it to Kellen Moore for the 5-3. So that'll end the side going into the middle of the second inning, but the Irish doing some damage. Three runs in that side to go up 3-0. We'll see if Lawrence can try and get on the bag here. When we return to Lawrence High School Baseball. Kellen Moore, Teak Toto, and Riley Rivera up to bat. You're listening to Lawrence High School Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salad, salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2019. 98 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. 
Bocelli Pizza, pizza done right. Hi, this is pitcher and first baseman Rohan Kaisa. Before every first pitch, I tell my family to download the WRRC2 app in Apple and Google Play to listen to me play on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Welcome back to Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Trey Wright alongside Chris Aponte as the Notre Dame Iris striking thrice in that last side. 3-0 is your score here with the Cardinals. Phil's just trying to get a man on base, but still a lot of baseball to go. Only the bottom of the second inning. Yeah, it's the, only the bottom of the second inning. There's a lot of baseball, like you mentioned, to go. We're now here, Kellen Moore getting into the box for the Cardinals. So opportunities up here for the Cardinals as well to make. Kellen Moore batting 324 so far, and he's not going to take a pitch just yet. Like we just said, 324 is the batting average for Kellen Moore. He's got 12 RBIs, 12 hits, and he's going to line one short right to the shortstop or second base and quick little shovel pass there to Jack Hughes all the way from the wow. second baseman of Logan, or excuse me, Nate Jones, and it's quickly one away once again. Not something you see in everyday baseball, a metal bat breaking for Kellen Moore on that contact. So uh, I guess he might need to get a new bat after that or maybe – a little return label saying the bat wasn't good, but um, there goes the bat for Kellen Moore. So that'll bring up Teak Toto. That's going to be an off-speed pitch there from Chase Burrows that just barely made the play, but it's still going to be called a ball towards Toto, who's got the most RBIs this season, but nobody aboard just yet, so just trying to see if he can get something going. Strike just right in the zone, one and one. Right in the zone for Toto. He, he acknowledged he let that one go by, so now he might swing at the next one that's in there, and he does. He's going to swing one. Jones will shovel pass once again to Jack Hughes, two away. That's five straight outs for the Irish. And Rivera will come up to bat. So wind really is beginning to pick up here. Rivera just trying to get a man on base, but Burroughs is locked in. Got the top of this stellar rotation here for Notre Dame, one of the top teams in the state. And already, Burroughs is already barely just waiting for Rivera to get even in the box before dealing his first pitch. It's the 1-1, quickly evens it up at uh, Oh, it was an 0-1. Now it'll even up at 1-1. One one. Yeah, like you did say, Burroughs is, is pretty quick in the boxes. Once the bat's up, he doesn't wait for you. He goes, and that might be what catches a couple batters off uh, off key, off rhythm. That's going to be a ball in the zone once again. So it'll be 2-1, halfway count towards Rivera. Take a look at his stat line for the season so far. Rivera batting 440 with 11 hits and 25 at-bats, and he will rip one right to the shortstop. Jack Hughes will get it, and it's 1-2-3 once again on the 6-3. So the Cardinals still trying to find their mojo on the bases, but now Notre Dame goes back to the batter's box and trying to do some more damage. So if your Cardinals, big shutdown inning here. Yeah, huge shutdown inning, and now the Cardinals are trying to bounce back, uh, making sure the defensive is good. Crowley back on the mound, so let's see what they can do. Up to bat for the Irish, Logan Eelbacher, David Olenchok, and... Dom Vizzoni, when we return to Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC 2. 
1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the kids at home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Sky Zone, everyone is free to have fun like a little kid. With 12 different attractions and specialized programs, Sky Zone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress-relieving experience ever. Play to your strengths. Try Sky Zone's Air Court, Parkour Blocks, Ninja Warrior Course, Free Jump, and more. The best part? Everyone is welcome. Glow all out every Friday and Saturday night at Glow with Laser Lights, Glow Lights, and a live DJ. For more information and to learn more about Sky Zone Hamilton, Mercer County's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility, it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton. Hey, it's outfielder Ryan Fober. Go to 1077thebronc.com slash LHS baseball to listen to every Cardinals game broadcast this season on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2 On Demand. You're listening to the Cardinals play baseball on 1077 The Bronc Retro, WRRC2, and it's already Logan Eelbacher with a uh, leadoff single to start off this one. Trey right alongside Chris Aponte, and the bats are very much alive for this Irish team. Yeah, the Irish team, just first pitch of the inning. Logan there just taking advantage of the pitch he'd like and swinging there, getting on base to start off the inning for the Irish. Now David Olinchalk. Olinchalk. Olinchalk, pardon me, uh, going up to bat now. Olinchalk, his last at-bat was a 4-3 to be the first out of what we hope was to be a quick second inning. That's going to be a bunt there from Olinchalk trying to advance the runner. Crowley will get it to Kellen Moore so that it'll quickly be a 1-3 put out to put one out on the board, so it's back-to-back outs for Olinchalk, but that will advance Elon Bacher to second base. Yeah, a little uh, game the Cardinals like to play as well, just laying bunts there. The Irish just laid a beautiful bunt, uh, advancing their runner to second base, now in scoring position with only one out in the inning. So they'll bring up Dom Vizzoni here with TJ Magliozzo in the on-deck circle right here, the shortstop. Vizzoni, the right fielder. Here's the pitch. That's going to be in the zone, 0-1. Vizzoni, his last at-bat, he was walked by Aiden Crowley, then was able, able to make it all the way around to score the first run of three for the Irish. So he's trying to get something going again here for Notre Dame. Ball low in the zone, 1-1. Yeah, 1-1 count. Uh, previously, we saw Crowley take advantage of the, this uh, batter quickly, but losing the count and him getting a walk like you did just mention. So now Crowley just trying to execute on this batter here, trying to just get an out. Crowley will check Jones back at second. See, that's Elenbacher back at the second bag. Still a 1-1 count. I believe they're going to update that to 2-1. <laughs> just a couple of moments. Two and one, just like the Knicks over the Cavs. Uh, that's going to be fouled along the third base line, so it's quickly 2-2 here towards Vizzoni. Magliosa was also walked back-to-back walks in the bottom or the top of the second inning, back what seems like an eternity ago. Realistically, it was only about 20 minutes ago, but that was a long inning if you're a Cardinals fan. Yeah, a lot, a lot of uh, Irish batters here getting another opportunity to bat. A second opportunity for Vizzoni so far, and and a second opportunity for the whole bottom of the order for the Irish. 
Mazzoni trying to get his team going once again. You've got Logan Eelbacher on second. So runner in scoring position trying to open things back up, and that's going to be fouled back into the cage once again. Oh, and that's going to miss the cage and hit the mirror of a Nissan back in there. Thankfully, it didn't go about six inches to the right or else that would have been a broken driver's side window. Yeah, thankfully, I'm not too sure. I can't really see from here if anything cracked or anything like that. But uh, It just hit the outside of the mirror, so maybe a little cracked plastic might bring the uh, MSRP down a little bit if you're trying to resell it. Ball in the dirt. There goes Eelbacher for third. Mayer not really happy with his freshman pitcher. Yeah, Mayer just a bit frustrated there at the, advantage, at the runner to advance. Crowd's definitely into it here. Bit of a jam here for Crowley once again. 3-2, count one out in the inning. Trying to get this out here. Just trying to get things going. That's going to be up. popped up high in What's the up? air, but that's going to just barely be out of play there. Dobkin unable to come down with that. I thought that was going to hit our broadcast yeah. right <laughs> right in the Comrex. That was a little close. I had to just say watch out just to make sure it looked like it might come right down on us and, and anyone else here uh, in this little section that we were in, but uh, thankfully it didn't, and the ball didn't go foul. So 3-2, full count here for Vizzoni with Magliozzo in the on-deck circle. One out on the board. Crowley just trying to get out of it. Here's a 3-2. Line drive just foul. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was a shot that went foul by Vizioni there. If that stayed fair, it definitely would have went to the fence and would have brought in that, that one run on third base. Three balls, two strikes towards the junior of Vizioni. Here's the pitch. Ball in the dirt. Vizioni walked once again. Yeah, another walk, one out for the Cardinals. Coach Mayer uh, a, a bit frustrated, it seems like, but he's going to take a quick walk to talk to Crowley, maybe make a change. I'm not too sure here, uh, but definitely going out there to talk to his young freshman. Mike got to see if they're going to put Kellen Moore here. And they are taking the ball from him, and they are going to give it to, I don't know, but Crowley getting out. Mayer talking to his other team uh, players here. Seems like a... Bit of voicing to Rob to, to Riley Rivera here. And it's going to be Rohan Keista who's going to come in, trying to get, uh, put out the fire, and just trying to get out of the jam here for the Cardinals. But overall, just a little bit of a tough break there for Aiden Crowley. But speaking of jams, jam to baseball in your car. Listen to the cards played this season on 107.7 LeBron Retro on your car radio through the Apple CarPlay and Android Auto apps. Search and download WRRC2, our free mobile app from the Apple and Google Play stores to listen to select Cardinals games this season. So Kaista. With 4.2 innings pitch, he's only allowed three hits. He's got two strikeouts and an ERA of zero. So Mayer just bringing in his closer already in the top of the third inning. You know they're desperate, just trying to relieve the bleeding, but it's trying to put like a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. Yeah, it's pretty hard here. They're definitely going to put the senior in here just because of more experience and just uh, just being more relaxed in this situation where a freshman is a little more tense. Uh, Aiden did do a great job for being a freshman here. Had a great first two and a half innings until uh, the Iris just found his number and started to do some work against him. Yeah, we saw this two weeks ago in the Pennington game where Crowley also started. That was his one loss of the year. But 
like we said, that'll bring up Rohan Kaista, the closer already as he warms up with Drew Dobkin. Coach did mention as well prior at the, when we did talk to him that he might still bring in Kellen Moore and, and if he has to, Ben Pollock out to, to pitch. So definitely options, more options for the Cardinals here. But like you did say earlier, two trades just to keep the team alive here and give them another opportunity here to stay in the game yeah, with, there's, with men on the corner here. Yeah, there's still plenty of light here. You've still got, you've only got one out on the board, even though it says that there's zero outs. There's one out with the Olin Chalk 1-3. Still don't know why they haven't put it up on the board yet. But you got plenty of life, and you can dip into your rotation because, like he said, you can use Ben Pollock, you can do Robert Kelly. I think Connor Crowley, they might try and save him for the Hopewell game or for the varsity tournament next week. Ron Kaiser, we're seeing him. Kellen Moore. It's only Deacon Moore you can't put in. So the wind has really begun to pick up here. Yeah, the wind is definitely uh, picking up on the side of things. Four rocks down, but uh, they all seem to fly away here. Runner going. That's going to be easy little flip play there. And here's a play to the ho throw to the play. He's going to be safe. Wow. That's that going to be, they're going to call Logan Eelbacher safe at home. And Coach Mayer is absolutely livid. Yeah, Coach Mayer is definitely uh, frustrated there with players right there. He did make it safely to home. So now score does turn to 4-0. Seemed like Keister there had an opportunity to make a play at the plate once he saw the runner coming. But he threw the first. Kellamore threw back to, to the catcher. But just wasn't in on time. Yeah, I think at this point, it's better to just try and prevent the runs from getting than just trying to get an out. But an out will get you closer. So it is two outs on the board. But Maglioso with the RBI, uh, sacrifice RBI once again. And that's going to be lined right to Drizga for Nate Jones. And he will quickly tag Bazzoni at third. So Notre Dame strikes once again. Four zip going in the middle of the third inning. When we return to Lawrence High School Baseball, he's going to be the bottom of the lineup. Deacon Moore, Dan Drizga, and Ben Pollock up to bat. When we return to Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Trattoria Procaccini, 354 Nassau Street, Princeton. Trattoria Procaccini does authentic Italian dining right, making use of their favorite family recipes from the old country. Using only fresh and organic ingredients, Trattoria shifts their specials to fit the season, utilizing the best crops from local merchants and growers. Enjoy Trattoria Procaccini for home-style cooking that tastes just like Nonna's in your New home away from home. Get away from everyday stressors and enjoy a plate of your favorite soups, salads, pasta, Italian specialties, fresh baked breads, and pizza. Walk in to enjoy Trattoria's Italian family dining experience or order in for pickup or delivery online at getforky.com under restaurants. Contact Trattoria Procaccini to cater any event and bring the taste of Italy to you and your friends, family, or colleagues. Dine in at Trattoria Procaccini Monday through Sunday from 4 to 9 p.m. Enjoy their family-style menu or rock solo with their table for one option. If you can't vacation in Italy, try this local taste of Italy, Trattoria Procaccini. Hi, I'm Michael Melchior, first baseman for Lawrence High. Catch America's Pass on High School Style on your Amazon Alexa on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. You listen to your Cardinals play. We're back with Florence High School Baseball on 1077 The Rock Retro, WRRC2, Trey Wright, Chris Aponte, and The Wind bringing you the action here this afternoon as Notre Dame playing with their food right now. 4-0 is the score. As we begin the bottom of the third inning with the bottom of the lineup for the Cardinals, Deacon Moore, Dan Drizga, and Ben Pollock up to bat in the bot or uh, in the 
on deck and around the bend here. Just trying to get something going on Chase Burroughs. As Deacon go. Moore lines one right to left field and that will end the perfect game that Chase Burroughs was having at the moment and it's a man aboard first base. That's a great start for the Cardinals. Deacon Moore just not going with the agenda that that Burroughs had there swinging at the first pitch and liking the pitch he got and ended up dropping and you know Cardinals with the first man on base you see how aggressive they'll be on the base running so that'll bring up Dan Drizga that's going to be a ball looked like it was in the zone but the umpire will call it a ball so it's quickly 1-0 towards the junior of Dan Drizga who made his return to the lineup last game against WWP North Here's Burroughs, that's gonna be a chopper right to Maglioso at the shortstop, and it's going to be a quick double play here. No, Driska is gonna be called safe at first, so we'll, they'll cancel out more at second to get the first out. So the fielder's choice there, a little bit there. And Driska hustling down the line, able to make it to first base on time. So he did get Deacon Moore out at second base, but now a man still on first for the Cardinals with one out in the inning. So that'll bring up Ben Pollock as looked like Buker was going to throw there to Jack Hughes. He did throw to first base, but Drizka able to get back on the bag in time. So Ben Pollock up in the box for the first time today. Pollock, the senior, batting 208 on the year. Here's a pitch, ground ball right to Magliozzo. Once again, throw at the bag is going to be in time. And as quickly two outs will bring up Giovanni Brogel. Yeah, two outs quickly for the Irish. With now a man in scoring position for the Cardinals. And now they're heading back to the top of the lineup. So uh, Giovanni Brogo here just trying to do some damage to see if he could bring a run in for the Cardinals. And like we said, the win really picking up now. But Giovanni Brogel, his last at-bat was struck out in a 3-2. Here's the pitch from Burroughs. Little bit of a looping breaking ball there just in the zone. Brogel wanted to take a hack at that all the way to New York. But it'll quickly go down on the count, 0-1. <laughs> Here's the pitch. Brogel lines that. That's going to be off of the third baseman's glove. Here comes Deacon Moore for the run, but he's going to be called out at third base. Excuse me, that was uh, Dan Drizga being called out. So the Cardinals, a little bit of a base running miscommunication there. Drizga called out trying to go for third. Giovanni Brogo looks a little frustrated with his runner, his teammate as well. But same silly mistakes out of this. Like, you know, they're really showing their inexperience here. Yeah, I was going to say, this might be the, the, the youngness of this team, the inexperience. But uh, in my eyes, it will benefit them for the better moving on. But they still have a game to play here. They still have a chance to come back. It's only the, the top of the fourth. So we'll see what the Cardinals could do here. But when we return to the field, we're going to have... Back at the top of the lineup here for the Irish, Lance Eelbacher, Justin Precomp, and Brent, Brendan Buecher up to bat here when we return to Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst 
with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chop's renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chop's barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chop's barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. Lawrence High School baseball is a hit. Tap the Odyssey app to hear me, center fielder Giovanni Brogel, and the Cardinals play the season anywhere you are on 107.7 The Bronx Red. Welcome back to Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Trey Wright alongside Chris Aponte and the Cardinals still trying to find their mojo down four runs to the Notre Dame Irish. And what was going to be a heavy, slated to be a heavyweight battle, but it has been all Notre Dame in this one so far. Yeah, so far today it has been all Notre Dame here, but. The Cardinals still trying to fight back, you know, still not losing hope. You see uh, a couple teammates telling other teammates to stay in the game. You have parents and fans for the Cardinals sighing. Cardinals aside, telling them to keep their head in the game. So definitely more to play here for the Cardinals. So it's the top of the lineup leading off once again here for the Irish. Lance Eelbacher, 0 for 2 on the day so far. Just going to chop one down the third baseline, go foul, and it's quickly 0-1. Another thing, too, you could see here on the field is... Uh, the, the experience difference between a couple of the Cardinals versus the Irish here. Uh, you could see some players here looking a bit older, and what a throw there by Drisga. Drisga, like we've mentioned in the uh, coaches' show, with that huge arm at third base, such a utility at that five, position five slot, and it's quickly a 5-3 put out to start the side. Yeah, it's a quick start for the Cardinals. Just a grounder to Drisga, and, and, and like I just said, a shot. It's a beautiful arm there to, to Kellen Moore to get record the first out of the inning. But uh, like I was saying previously, you could tell sort of the difference here of uh, how the Irish does have an older team versus the Cardinals. But Cardinals are still in here to play, so it's not affecting them. And I tell you, this Cardinals team is going to be dangerous in about three, four years as Kaista will throw a nasty slider right through the zone 0-1 for Justin Precop. But I do want to say this, they're la in their last three innings, as we're now in the fourth inning, the last three innings, the first batter, with the exception of the third inning, was the Logan Eelbacher leadoff single, the first out was always in the first batter, so it was a leadoff out here for the Irish. Let's see if the Cardinals can try and get some mojo going. Like we mentioned, off the air, big shutdown inning. Here's the 1-1. Line sky high, going to be out of feet play. And now, now the Cardinals up in this count one and two. Now just trying to work as we do have Kaista up on the mound here, trying to you know finish it off. Usually coming in at the end of the games, like you just say, he is a closer for this team, but having to take his job a bit earlier here in this game. That's going to be fouled off into the cage once again, so the count remains one and two. Cardinals just trying to shut down this Irish team, this powerhouse hitting team. It reminds me of the Houston Astros back in 2017, 2019. You know, they really were built for the long ball, built for hitting, just cranking that baseball all the way to the warning track. Here's the one-two. That's going to go off the hump. It's going to be brought down by Kelly. He'll get it to Moore. 6-3 for the second out. Yeah, great there, right there. Kaiser looking good on the mound now. Two outs and quickly a two quick outs in the inning now, so the Cardinals is trying to get out of this and see if they could put some offense to the ball. And that will bring up Brendan Buecher, who's one for two today. Had a single back in the second inning in that rally. 
is trying to keep his team back in the win column. Good pitch inside for Rohan Kaista. He's definitely one of the best pitchers on this team. He's only played, he's only closed out in games, but when he closes out, he is hot. Yeah, he, he, he gets exactly where he needs to. Uh, you know, we see the Irish here having a bit of a trouble just to to get to the ball exactly where it's coming. So now he's up in the count quickly, 0-2 with two outs. So trying to put this uh, put this team to the side here on the, in the top of the fourth. Trying to go one, two, three on the Irish as Kaisto trying to serve back a little bit of their own medicine. Here's the 0-2. Ball up and away, trying to get Buker to chase, but Buker has just got so great baseball knowledge when it comes to that. He is not falling for any of these tricks. Yeah, Buker being a catcher himself, he's just sitting there probably thinking about what pitches is coming as well. So that's what he does right there. Popped up in the air. Kellen Moore is going to call it and he's going to come down with it. Easy one, two, three side for the Cardinals and that is exactly what the doctor ordered. Next up, when we return up to bat are going to be Crowley, Kelly and Kellen Moore when we return to LHS Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Red WRRC2. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by More Than Q. Route 1 North Princeton, offering new twists and barbecue fusions to match and satisfy your modern cravings. Their devotion to their craft is what makes the perfect smoky meat and being sticklers for the perfect pairing. More Than Q has crafted homemade sauces to amplify your dining experience. Give your food more TLC with sauces like Carolina, Kansas City Sweet Belly, South Carolina mustard and Alabama white all bottled in-house add that to the perfect southern side and get a taste of Texas cooking in Princeton they have meat cooked by the pound sandwiches salads sides and desserts more than Q bringing more to your barbecue to find out more about more than Q it's getforky.com that's getforky.com under restaurants more than Q Texas style barbecue in Princeton I'm Robert Kelly, shortstop for Lawrence High. Catch America's pastime high school style on your Amazon Alexa on 1077 The Bronx Retro to listen to your Cardinals play. You're listening to Cardinals play baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2, Trey Wright alongside Chris Aponte. As we're halfway through this contest here from LHS. Scores currently 4-0 going into the bottom of the fourth inning. Cardinals is trying to get something going, and it's going to be Rohan Kaista coming in for Aiden Crowley leading off here for the Cardinals. Yeah, first time Rohan's going to get a chance to bat this game as he's, uh, I guess, a substitution, if you would say, for Crowley as he came into pitch. So now Rohan seeing if he can get on base. Burrow still on the mound, and, and he's been dishing, looking pretty good so far for the Irish. So see which pitcher, pitcher here could get the better of one another. I'm surprised uh, they're not going to keep Aiden Crowley in the lineup. It's Burrows with a great pitch there. That, that fastball is easily in the 100-mile-an-hour mark. But I'm surprised that you don't keep Crowley in just as a little pinch hitter as Kaisa is going to line one. That is not going to get through the gap. Easy 4-3 put out to start the side. Yeah, quick start there for the Irish. Uh, Rohan there, just a quick quick ground out to second base and now Robert Kelly's up to bat and, and, and man easy trying to get another home run or, or what do you think he, what do you think he's thinking right now just trying to get on base you yeah. got to go the money ball strategy you just got to get on base yeah it'd be great to get a home run but you don't want to crank all, one all the way to the warning track just for it to be an F7 that is true 
That definitely is true. The Cardinals just seem to get people on base here and, and just get runs and drive runs and steal bases. We saw a lot of base stealing in the previous game. That ball is going to take a weird hop off of the home plate and quickly be a one-and-one -one count for Kelly, whose last at-bat, which seems like an eternity ago, back in the bottom of the fourth inning, was a 6-3 put out to end the side. Great pitch. One and two there for the junior. Kellen Moore in the on-deck circle right now. Burroughs kicks and deals. That's going to be cranked by Kelly, but it's going to go right to Magliozzo. Here's the throw to the third, or first, rather, and it's going to be another 6-3. This infield is lethal for this Notre Dame team. They are not letting anything get past them. Yeah, they're just, they're just very uh, fundamentally sound on the defensive side and not letting anything go past them. Every throw is on time and on point. And now the hitter Kellen Moore up to bat for the Cardinals and man like you just said they are just trying to get on base Kellen Moore will rip one that is going to go to the third baseman so it's going to be one two three once again and the Cardinals currently only registering one hit in this one the Deacon Moore leadoff single back in the bottom of the third inning but they are one two three again by the Irish so a quick game here as we're at the noon mark here it is a noon time as we're halfway through this game we'll go to the fifth inning with up to bat going to be jack hughes logan eelbacher and david olinchalk when we return to lhs baseball on 1077 lebron retro wrrc2 Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's bocellipizza.com. That's bocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Bocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. It's baseball season. Tune into 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear me, pitcher Kellen Moore, play select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC2. Listen online at 1077thebronc.com. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2, Trey Wright and Chris Aponte calling today's duel between the Cardinals and the Notre Dame Irish. Notre Dame up 4 to nothing. As we go to the top of the fifth inning with Jack Hughes leading off for the Irish, and we need to get some runs going at some point, Chris. Yeah, Jack Hughes is up, and, and, and yes, the Cardinals do need to get some runs in, uh, some hits in the board, and, and but for now, it's it's worrying about their defensive side because they are pitching, and, and defensive mode is activated. Wow, what a shot. Yeah, and that's going to just get through the glove of Rivera. 
So that'll be a leadoff single for Jack Hughes and Rivera. Very frustrated with himself as the ball just getting past the webbing of his glove. Glove. Yeah, it seemed like Rivera was in the right spot. Ball was right to him. It just it was a hot shot by Jack Hughes, and it got right past Rivera. Staring at his glove, you know, the the regular little what's wrong with my glove, but. You know, every player's been there before, and now one man on base for the Irish. Well, regardless, whatever it is, it's going to be scored as an E4 for Rivera. That'll bring up Logan Eelbacher, who's one for two on the day. Got a single. He's got one run scored. <coughs> Trying to keep the runs going as Kaiser will throw back to Kellen Moore at the first place. But Jack Hughes is going to be safe there. I had to tell you, Jack Hughes today has got has done more than the actual Jack Hughes, the Devils player, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's going to be a moonshot. That might be out of here. Towards Giovanni Brooklyn. It's going to go off of his glove. They'll score that as an E8 as Brogle unable to come down with it. So it's back-to-back -back errors for this team. And you mentioned in the uh, pregame show, not too many errors from this Cardinals team, but we are seeing two straight errors from this team. Yeah, I'm not too sure if it was, <coughs> if he got, he just wasn't able to track the ball down or anything like that. I mean, it was a shot, don't get me wrong, but Brogle's not able to get behind the ball. And, did make a leap for it, but it just wasn't enough, and, and it seemed like the ball did. I'm not too sure if it touched this mitt from all the way over here. I don't have my, I don't have great eyesight, and I don't have my glasses on either. So that'll be runners on second and third. You got it, like the wind definitely factoring into that, as that's going to be ripped. Ooh. Great grab for Robert Kelly. He will get it to third. He'll get it to first base. So that'll record one out on the board, but Hughes will score to make it five nothing. And just yeah. seeing a lot of us, the same mistakes we were seeing last year from this team. Yeah, I mean, definitely the same mistakes, I guess you would say. But uh, definitely, I would say a lot more hopeful with this team as well, just because their age and the difference and how they're playing as well. A couple little slight mistakes, but nothing they can. Uh, you need a game like this for especially a young team. For them to have a deep push in, in, in playoff come time and playoff time, you need a game like this so you could remember, oh, we played bad. Now we can't play like this again. Yeah, you got to play. You got to have adversity. Everything just can't be going, you know, prancing through the roses, and then you can't handle adversity. That's going to be hit in the high in the air by Vizzoni. Paula going back. Oh, and it's going to be dropped again by Brogel. Wow, Brogel frustrated right there. Seemed like the ball just went right through the mid in that instance into triple. A triple there for Vizzoni, his first hit of the day, 6-0. Three errors in this inning alone, holy. I mean, it was a it was a super high moonshot ball. Like, that went straight up in the air to Brogel, but Brogel did get in the right spot as well. He was there, and the ball just, just, just didn't fall in his mitt. So now it's six zip, and time is running out for Lawrence. And that will bring up T.J. Magliozzo, who's 0 for 2 today, trying to keep the rally going for the Irish. Here's the pitch from Kaista, high and away, 1-0. Yeah, Kaista dishing out, dishing out as well. He's, he's doing a pretty well job here. Uh, pitching, just, you know, the fielding, the defensive fielding right now for the Cardinals is, is a struggle here. Robert Kelly did have a great, huge diving play to get the first out of the inning, but it's not going to be enough here for the Cardinals so far. That's how we, that's going to be another ball to make it 2-0. Well. I thought that was a little, little in the zone for my liking. 
but I'll keep it at a 2-0 count. And now, I mean, Kaisa's not doing anything wrong. Mm -mm. It's just the fielding. has three errors in this side alone. 6 nothing. as now there's a strike from Rohan. But and now, it's 6-0. You've got to get something going. You've only got two more shots. Actually, you got three more chances of getting this, but we've seen Chase Burroughs dominating this game. Yeah, he, he has been definitely dominating this game on the mound as well. And it's just it's hard to see, especially as a Cardinals fan right now, how, how much the team seems to be struggling here, the young team is struggling, and how much they've played throughout how well they played throughout the season but the infield is in as well for the corner so they're definitely trying to make a play at the plate if they can yeah Maglioza's last at bat was a sacrifice one three trying to get the same thing again and that was way outside but here i'm just going to call that a ball or a strike so now it's going to even up at three and two yeah tj right there throwing the bat and everything started jogging down in the first base line but the ump had different ideas they're calling a strike, so full count now for TJ. Three balls, two strikes. Rohan Kais to trying to get out of the jam. Here's the deal to the plate. That's going to be ripped right over Rivera's head. Seven zip as it's touchdown Notre Dame. And now Jim Mayer probably going to come in. You got to put Kellen Moore at this point. You've got to put in Kellen Moore. Kaista just throwing lollipops at this point. Yeah, I think he might keep him in, though, if I must say. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, Kaisa has been not throwing, I guess, is the most heat, but keeping the ball in play for the Cardinals, like you said, three errors earlier in this inning as well. So it's definitely not easy. Who's Jim? I'm not too sure who Jim Mayer exactly is talking to. One of the players giving him lip, potentially, from this Irish team. You know, they're, they're a cocky gut bunch, but, hey, they're up by a touchdown, 7 nothing. Yeah. But like we said, you've got to have games like this to establish adversity. You've got to, you know, be able to work through tough games like this. Yeah, we expected this to be a lot closer of a matchup, but you're at the bottom of your rotation. You go, you know, maybe one game in the future you put in Kellen Moore. But overall, just a rough game here, especially in front of a huge crowd. Yeah, definitely in front of a huge crowd. I just wanted to overhear what Jim Mayer was saying to the mayor, I mean, uh, to the mayor, to the umpire. And it uh, seemed like he said it was his job, so maybe a couple of words that shouldn't have been said going out to, to Rohan on the mound. But uh, definitely coach there just to calm his calm his nerves down and just get him back, head back in the game and, and to keep dishing out like he was previously. So that'll bring in Nate Jones for his third at-bat of the game. He's one for two with a single back in the bottom of the second inning. Jones trying to keep the rally going. 7-0 in case you were just tuning in. Notre Dame having all of just completely controlling this game when it comes to the hitting, and they are hitting everything in sight. Pitching-wise, it's been a field, it's been just a complete fielder's game. You've got Chase Burroughs has only Burroughs has only got one strikeout in this game so far. Yeah, but it's, they've been fielding very well they've so far. Every... you got 6-3, all the thing. Dobkin throwing for the base. That's going to be off of Rivera's glove, so it's going to be a stolen base there for Magliozzo, and the mistakes keep on coming. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest throw as well, but uh, didn't scoop it up. Rivera didn't scoop it up either, so now the Cardinals are in a bit of a jam one out man on second in scoring position 
Rohan just trying to get out of this inning where he's been doing as much as he can, but um, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. That's going to be lined by Nate Jones. It'll get to Robert Kelly. Kelly fire towards Kellen Moore. So that'll advance Elenbacher. It's going to be Magliazzo to third base. We'll get the second out. And that is that is great. You just need to get the outs at this point. You just need to get out of the side. Try to get something going. you still got three innings to go here. Yeah, there's still time for the Cardinals. They still, like you said, three more chances at bat, at least nine batters up for them. So work can be done. They just need to get out of this inning and, and need to get back on the offensive side of things. Yeah, going to go through the order once again, and that's going to oh, be bloops bump by Logan Lance Eelbacher. That's going to be just trickling foul. Eelbacher 0 for 3 in his fourth, uh, going to his fourth at bat. He'll go down. Oh and one. Yeah, Pollock not able to, to track that ball down as well as it did go foul. But now the count is 0-1. Rohan has the advantage of this, this batter count right now. So let's see if he can keep it that way and hopefully he can. Here's the 0-1. That's going to be blooped up in the air. That's going to be a line drive towards Teak Toto. He's going to call it. He's going to see it. He will catch it. So the Cardinals surrender three more runs in this one. It is 7-0. They have got to get something going in this next inning, Chris. Yeah, they need to get the bats cranking. They need to get the bats going. It's their only hope here for them. And, and, and I mean, yeah, they need to get points on the board. That's what they need right now, and we have to see if they can do it. Toto, Rivera, and Deacon Moore up to bat when we return to Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at this gift Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty, Jack, Bean, Honey, are you, are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. I'm Riley Rivera, second baseman for Lawrence High. Catch America's pastime, high school style, on your Amazon Alexa on 107.7 The Bronx Retro to listen to your Cardinals play. Welcome back to Lawrence High School Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2, Trey Wright and Chris Aponte. As the Cardinals down by a touchdown, that'd be great to see. That would be, you know, really close if it was football season, but unfortunately, it is baseball's Notre Dame leading 7 to nothing with Teak Toto stepping in the batter's box for his second foray this afternoon. Yeah, Teak Toto, the sophomore, out to bat again. He did record the last out of the previous inning for the Cardinals, so now he's looking to get on base for the Cardinals as well. Toto will take a strike down the gut, so it's even up in 1-1. One and one. His last at bat was a 4-3 put out back in the second inning. Here's Burrows on the 1-1. Leave it. Leave it little floater in the zone, so it'll be a one-two. Yeah, one-two right now. Toto just looking to protect the plate and anything he could do, anything that's coming his way. 
and he hits a hard oh. hit ball, but right to the shortstop for a 6-3 out. Good contact made on the ball by Toto, just uh, directly to the shortstop and just not in his favor. Same song, second verse, that Magliazzo to Hughes' connection has been lethal today. Think about just the amount of 6-3s we've seen. One, two, three, four, five. That's the 6-3 six, six, put out we've seen in this game. Again, like we mentioned back in the last segment, Chase Burroughs only has one strikeout. So you've, you're, uh, you need the Cardinals to really just start hitting these balls, trying to get it out of the infield. But we've just seen stellar infielding as Riley Rivera will quickly go down 1-1 uh, one one on the count. Yeah, 1-1 one one for Riley Rivera, but yeah, great infielding for the Irish here. You know, like you said, only one strikeout is pretty pretty crazy to think about, about how many batters have been on base for the Cardinals, but it's just been great fielding. Everything that's coming on the ground, anything that's in the air is just getting taken care of. And that's going to be ripped right to Magliozzo. Quick F6. Magliozzo seeing, touching all the balls here this afternoon. And now that'll bring up Deacon Moore. Yeah, everything coming to TJ right now, you know, just made the previous play, now getting a liner as well. So the man who actually got a hit throughout this game, Deacon Moore, is back up to bat, seeing if he get back to it. Here's the throw to the plate. That's going to be a strike down the middle. Like you mentioned, just a little bit of a single, the only hit that the Cardinals have got in this game so far. Yeah, the only hit so far in this game, and he is going to do it again. Wow. He's a freshman, man. He's a freshman just doing this. The only freshman, the only player that has not really made a mistake right now, and he is DHing, so he doesn't really have to make a mistake. So Deacon Moore, two for two so far today. That'll bring up Dan Drizga trying to get something going here with two outs. Yeah, Deacon Moore back on the base. Dan Drizga up to bat again as well. You know, just looking to get the ball in play. Drizga right before having, uh, I believe it was a 6-3 out, but... Uh, it was a fielder's a choice. A fielder's choice, yes, it was. As uh, Moore was out at second, and Drizga made it to first safely. And that off-speed pitch by Burrow is just nasty, man. It's just nasty. Yeah, the, we see in like that. Luke Foley, another one of the stellar pitchers on this team. See a lot of off-speed pitches. That's going to be fouled there by Drizga to even up the count 1-1. One one. Actually, he's going to go down 0-2. Yeah, Drizga down 0-2 quickly. He did stay back on that off-speed pitch, but just not even stay back long enough and did get swing a little too early. So they'll bat around once again in the lineup as Drizga will foul that down the third base line. Like we said, TJ Magliozzo, he has been... Like we said, that was, that fielder's choice was off of the 6-3, so that was another 6-3 there yeah. for TJ Magliozzo. Actually, that was a, the 6-4 six, the six was the fielder's choice, and Drizga going to strike out there. We got the swing and strike, but it was unable to be held there by the catcher of Buicker. Quickly, we'll do the 2-3 put out to end the size of the Cardinals. Stranding Deacon Moore on base once again, down 7-0, going into the top of the six. Another big shutdown inning that you need to have here. And it looks like Kellen Moore will be on the bump. We will return to Lawrence High School Baseball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRC2.
Lawrence High School football and baseball on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. I'm Riley Rivera, second baseman for Lawrence High. Catch America's pastime, high school style, on your Amazon Alexa on 1077 The Bronx Retro to listen to your Cardinals play. We're back with Lawrence Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro. WRRC2, Trey Wright alongside Chris Aponte. Going into the top of the sixth inning, Cardinals down 7 to nothing, and it's not going to be Kellen Moore on the bag. It's going to be Connor Crowley coming in, trying to close out this game. Looks like Mara will save his ace for the game against Hamilton West on Tuesday, which will be our next broadcast, Chris. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely an idea there. I was just mentioning to you off off uh, the air that about would you put Kellen Moore in this situation, and we both came to a conclusion that it might not be the best idea right now to have your savior ace for another day uh, as the score is 0-7 to seven in the top of the sixth inning. But none, nonetheless, Connor Crowley is a great pitcher. He is leading the team with the most strikeouts on this team so far. 16.1 innings and a 2.33, I'm sorry, 2.61 ERA. So Crowley's still a great pitcher for the Cardinals and he's looking just to close out this game and, and, and or just get out of this side and, and an opportunity for the Cardinals just to crank the bats. He'll pitch the next two innings, I assume. But it's going to be Precop, Euchre, and Hughes up to bat for the Irish, and that's going to be a line drive over to Ben Pollock, and it's going to be a diving catch there from Giovanni Brogol. He slid into the ball's DMs perfectly, and he'll record the first out. What a sliding F.A. there from Giovanni Brogol. Yeah, Giovanni Brogol definitely feels good about that, but he's probably still frustrated off the mistakes he made previously, so trying to just redeem himself there, and he does, so uh, hopefully he has a smile on his face, but not too sure, because I understand how hard-headed players could be So sometimes when they make a mistake. Puker takes an inside ball called strike will go down 0-1 in the count. Crowley just trying to do a big shutdown inning here for the Cardinals. That's going to be fouled back to make it 0-2. Buker, his last three at-bats, he's one for three on the day with an F3 and an F4 on the day so far here for the catcher who's got two home runs and is one of <laughs> this team's best hitters. That's going to be a swing and strike from Buker, but it's going to go back to the back of the cage. Yeah, it seemed like that one went foul, did tip it, because Buker might have been able to run to first there, but uh, now he's staying in the batter's box. 0-2, one out. Crowley looking good so far on the mound. Like but, I said, Crowley, 32 strikeouts on the year. That is an insane number. He could realistically get to 50, but here's the 0-2 for Buker. High ball just outside, 1-0. Yeah, the sophomore on the mound today. Uh, just looks good looking, f- competing against older, uh, older cla- upperclassmen here, and he just looks good as a sophomore. It doesn't seem to phase him. 
Here's a deal from Crowley. Oof. That looked like it was in the zone there, but it's going to be called Bell. Even up the count, two and two. Connor Crowley trying to get his third strikeout, or his first strikeout of the day. And Jim Mayer having a little bit of a chin wag with a home plate umpire. Yeah, not too happy with any of the calls here. Yeah, just a bit frustrated about it, and he's definitely the voice of his team, so not afraid Buker to Buker with it. a piss missile, and that ball is going to be out of here. It's going to be, they're going to call that a ground rule double. No, he no they are going to call that a home run. The ump at the home plate. That was a ground rule double. That bounced off. That was. Oh, wait, I'm. I'm confused. So we have Giovanni Brogo in center field with his two hands up, saying the ball bounced that, over the that fence. That ball 100% bounced. That was not a home run. That's a ground rule double. I don't know what this umpire is looking at right now. I don't know if he's doing this because Coach Mayer has been, been rattling to him all game, but that shouldn't, that's not That's not fair. That shouldn't what happened. That ball, like I mean, you said, well, you're, you're already bounced. down. I mean, yeah, this is the two-point conversion, but that is an absolutely garbage call there. A terrible call there by the ump. Seems like they're discussing it right now. I think they're going to put him. Wow, they're still giving. They are going to call run. that a home run. That's terrible. terrible that is absolutely. That is absolute garbage. I mean, what? Pardon my French, but what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I'm not, you're already down. You're already up eight runs. It is. That is ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Jim, Jim, right now, have voicing his his feelings out to the ump right now because the ball. I mean, if, if, even behind there, that's dead. That's grass. So the ball wouldn't even bounce that high to begin with. So I'm trying to say they're dumb, but you know, I don't. This is just. It's ridiculous. It's right now to think ridiculous about, call to think about that he really called it that. That 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 is just rude at this point. It, it wasn't even close. It was. I mean, it don't bounced me. like yeah. It was an absolute moonshot yeah, from Buecher. I'll give him that. That was an absolute rip. I'll give him that. But that was not a home run. Yeah, it was. That was absolutely not a home run. I can't believe this call. I am yeah. beyond frustrated with this umpire right now. Garbage calls all day. Let's just get through this inning. Jack Hughes is going to take a swing and strike. And Crowley Unbelievable. Yeah, Crowley definitely frustrated as well. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that that even happened. Like, wow, you don't really see that much, especially where Brogo just immediately put his two hands up, signifying the ball went like it was a ground rule double. Oof. Hughes is going to foul one back into the parking lot. Thankfully, nobody's... Oh! And just as I say that, I believe that cracked the windshield of the Mustang there. No way. That definitely, that definitely hit the Mustang, the cherry red 2015 Mustang in the parking lot. Can't see it from my angle, but that's not a good thing for a Mustang. Here's the 0-2. Hope he has full coverage. And that's going to be a strikeout looking for Jack Hughes, so Crowley will get one back. So that'll be Crowley's 33rd, team-leading 33rd strikeout of the year. Two outs on the board, and that'll bring up Logan Eelbacher, who's one for two, or one for three, rather, in his foray today. Swing and strike there from the other Eelbacher twin. Yeah, Eelbacher up to bat here. Two outs. Crowley's dishing up, looking good, except for... Uh, the ground rule double home run, whatever you want to call it, it's a ground, ground rule double. double. Mize. Yeah, that not was... a home run, but except for that big shot that was that was taken, he's looking really good on the mound. Another foul ball there. They're just swinging at everything, and they can like the power of this team. They, like like I said, they're able to crank this all the way to the outfield. 
Yeah, that's that's far. That's at least 400. That was, like, again, Brandon Buecher had an absolute mammoth of a shot there, but that's going to be back-to-back -back strikeouts looking. So the Cardinals will give up another run as we go into the middle of the sixth inning. Eight to nothing is your score. You're just trying to get a run here at this point. Yeah, you're trying to get a run right now, just trying to get something on the board so you don't get shut out here. But Cardinals just giving up that run is definitely heartbreaking knowing that they um, really called it that way. It's just Nuts mind and bolts. Blowing. We got absolutely screwed on that. Yeah, it's definitely mind-blowing, but the Cardinals definitely have to take a uh, try to get one point up on the board. So up to bat, Pollock, Brogel, and Kaista when we return to Lawrence Cardinals baseball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. 1077 The Bronx campus traditions are under in part by Maui Lou Hawaiian Barbecue, the official Hawaiian food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Ah, the beauty of the islands. Cold drink in your hand and warm feet on the sand. Ugh, you might be a lifetime away from enjoying the paradise that is Hawaii, but you can experience the flavors and tastes of the sandwich islands here. Maui Lu Hawaiian Barbecue offers traditional island platters to give you the zesty taste of the Pacific without the 10-hour flight. Try new and customary dishes that originated in the Aloha State, like Maui Lu's pulled pork lau lau. Or how about the ultra-popular Loco Moco, a burger with white rice, fried egg, and gravy. The dedicated husband and wife team behind Maui Lu are on a mission to bring island vibes to the mainland and your next event. Follow and contact them on Facebook and Instagram at Maui Lu Hawaiian BBQ to cater to your private party, festival, special, or corporate event. Live your life with aloha. Take five and hang ten. Lawrence High School Baseball is a hit. Tap the Odyssey app to hear me, pitcher, Connor Crowley, and all the Cardinals play this season. Anywhere you are on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro. 6-3 put out for Kellen Moore, uh, Ben Pollock. So business as usual. So far, one out away. Yeah, quick start for the Irish. Pollock liked the pitch. First pitch he saw, took a crack at it again, uh, going right to the shortstop, TJ. And, and like you said, TJ's been uh, definitely getting, uh, I mean, though these high school players obviously aren't getting paid. He's getting uh, his full paycheck today as he's getting a bunch of ground balls right towards him. Yeah, it would be nice if these high schoolers were paid. But Gio Brogel in the batter's box for the third time today. He's 0 for 2. Imagine a 14-year-old getting paid. <laughs> for playing baseball that'd be nice yeah. that, would, that would be nice trying to find on the stat line what Brogel's uh, last at bat <laughs> what transpired there but Brogel takes a strike there so it's quickly 2-1 and one towards the senior 2-1 and one for him 3-1 and one now with a low ball so Burrow right now just, uh, just I guess just uh, off key right now, off point, and Brogo just sitting down. I guess a bit frustrated as well. But he's definitely frustrated. He's going to foul one back into the cage, and he knows you know, it would be perfect if he ripped one to center field, or just he just ripped a home run in general. You know, he's been wanting one for a while. He's a senior. He does not have a home run in his collegiate career. That's going to be a swing and strike. He's going to rip that one. That's going to go foul. Umpire is going to call that foul. And Brogel quickly even two and two. Yeah, ball going foul there. And bro, I mean, he probably would have made it down the line if he did, uh, if he stayed fair. But that yeah, that ball took a really weird curve, and it would go foul. But yeah, Brogel definitely not the happiest of players, as he did see that ground rule double get called as a home run. 
you know, dropped a, a fly ball out there previous his best game either, but uh, definitely trying to bounce back on, in the batter's box. He's going to foul that in the parking lot. Hopefully the Mustangs do not hit, get hit once again. But Brogo playing with a lot of frustration here, and it's going to be Connor Crowley coming in place of Rohan Kaista. That's going to be lined right to Vizio. He'll get it to Jack Hughes. 5-3, same song, about the 8 or ninth verse at this time. Mazzoni, ex excuse me. Yeah, Dom right there, Dom Mazzoni just... Just getting the ball right to the first baseman, just quick, sharp, made a little dive as well, I guess, but um, getting the out recorded, and now Crowley up to bat for the first time tonight. Crowley with a missile, shallow center field, and that's going to be brought down, a beautiful shoestring catch there by Logan Eelbacher. One, two, three, going into the seventh inning, and looks, time is running out for Lawrence, just trying to get a run. Yeah, they're trying to get a run in. Notre Dame looks super good, super motivated, super confident right now. So they're looking to close out with their last at-bat here. And the Cardinals are definitely trying to just make sure no runs get put on the board. But Notre Dame does look good. Olin Chalk, Vizzoni, and Magliazzo will be your final at-bats here. When we return to play here with Lawrence down 8-0 against Notre Dame here on 107.7 LeBron Retro WRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's bocellipizza.com. That's bocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Bocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza, pizza done right. Hi, this is third baseman Daniel Driscoll. Before every first pitch, I tell my family to download the WRRC2 app in Apple and Google Play to listen to me play on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Trey Wright, Chris Aponte, the wind, and a very poor call back in the top of the sixth inning there yeah. to bring us to arguably the, the toughest game we've seen this season so far from the Lawrence Cardinals down 8 nothing to their crosstown rivals the Notre Dame Irish Notre Dame overall just their most complete game of the year but you need a game like this to establish some adversity and see if you can come back from it Chris yeah this is a huge game for the Cardinals and how they'll bounce back from this after you know they've been on fire this year their one loss it was a good game so uh losing a uh, gonna lose a game like this is gonna be hard for the Cardinals but uh for a young team it might be everything they need if they could bounce take a big bounce back from this Palma pinch hitting here in place of David Olinchalk Palma's 21 at bats. He's uh, batting three for th uh, batting even 3-3-3 with seven hits at 21 at bats. He's got blocked five times. It's tied in that category with Nate Jones. 
Here's the 0-2, strikeout, he got him, so that's another strikeout for Connor Crowley, three in a row. And he'll bring up, looks like Don, yeah, Dom Vizzoni is gonna stay in his position where he is. Yeah, Crowley right there, just, uh, he kept saying no to Dobkins up at the catcher, just waiting for the, the, the signal and the pitch he wanted. He got it in and got the man swinging right there. Great Dom Vizzoni, take a breaking ball down the gut for a while. Go down 0 and 1. Stat line two balls and or two walks and a triple back in the fifth inning. High ball outside. You can see Connor Crowley's hat just continues to fly off every time he dishes the ball to the plate. I'm not too sure. He has a lot of hair, too. I don't know why that hat keeps falling off. Just the, like with the gusto he's throwing with, and that's going to be popped up in the air. Someone's got a call, and it looks like it's going to be fair. Dobkin unable to come down with it. Yeah, it's a hard play for the catcher to make there in, in the position he's in, so difficult call there. I was surprised no one else came in to make the play for him, but uh, the out is recorded. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the error is recorded, and the man is on first for the Irish. Yeah, that's going to be an E2 there for Dobkin. I don't know why Dobkin's trying to go for that. I'd say Dan Drizga, you know, because with Dobkin, he got the gear on, he got to yeah. throw the, he got to throw the mask off. Drizga's just got to run up there and then just make the easy pop out. But they're gonna score an <laughs> E2 for Vizzoni, so he's been on base all four times. That'll bring up Magliozzo for his fourth foray in the box. Magliozzo takes one down the middle to go down 0-1 in the count. Magliozzo has had a lot of action at shortstop today as he recorded a bunch of six threes, uh, a couple, bunch of double plays, and a bunch of plays at shortstop for him today. And Dobkin unable to come down with that. You gotta think, like, who's your, uh, you got Connor Williver, who's your backup catcher, but they're both freshmen. I'm surprised they don't have a senior catcher. I mean, remember last season they had Tyler Van Heis, a catcher. He was a senior. Very crucial for uh, the the wins that they did get last year, but he graduated. I'm surprised he didn't have anybody, an upperclassman in the pipe at that two position. Yeah, it is surprising. It might be, uh, maybe Dobkins just beat out his competition, and maybe there was someone better. Dobkins might be the, the best player there is, and don't get me wrong, he's a, a stellar catcher. And, and just... right there, just pump fake Unable to get it to second, so that's going to be Vizzoni who steals second base. Now put another Irish player in scoring position. Yeah, that might just be the unexperienced by him. Maybe, maybe in, in, in when he used to play against a lot of people his age, uh, a lot of players didn't really take off, and if they did, he had more time to throw. And now these players are a bit faster at this. Oh, great pitch right there. That was a great strikeout looking there for Connor Crowley, his fourth K of the afternoon. So Magliazza will go down for the second out, and that'll bring up Nate Jones. And Nate Jones now up to bat for the Irish. Crowley just increasing the strikeouts right now. Uh, like I said, four, so that now moves him up to 36 on the year, which is just a crazy number to have so far in the, so early in the season. Jones will fob that back in towards the service building. Almost hits a Honda in the parking lot. Plenty of people here. Just seeing, no, I wouldn't really call it a slaughter fest. It's just been the role reversal of this game. Notre yeah. Dame taking advantage of a lot of mistakes here by the Cardinals. Here's the 0-1. 
that's going to be a great ball in the zone. So it's quickly 0-2 towards Jones. But we're just seeing it's an error-ridded game here. You see, like, especially that fifth inning, three errors in that. You've got the E2 from Dobkin just a little bit ago. <laughs> just a bunch of mistakes here. Usually we see the game go reverse where the Cardinals can take advantage of mistakes. But now we see things go the other way. And that ball getting called foul right there. Drizga almost made a play on it. Drizga was going to make a playoff, of and it looked fair, but the home plate umpire is going to call it foul. Coach Mayer looking very frustrated with this umpire. Called a clear ground rule double a home run, even after reviewing it with the field judge. So a little bit of frustration with this umpiring crew here today. Here's the 0-2 from Jones as Crowley looking back towards Rivera. That's going to be fly ball towards Ben Pollock. He's going to go back and call it, and he will bring it down. So a quick work for the Cardinals, but they have got to get eight runs in this bottom of the seventh inning if they want any chance of bringing back this game. But right now it's a shutout for Chase Burrows. Looking to see if he can bring it out the shutout. But next up to bat, it's going to be Kelly, Kellen Moore, and Teak Toto when we return for the bottom of the seventh inning here for Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's CWMI. US. It's baseball season. Tune into 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear me, first baseman TJ Neiman, play select Cardinals home and road games on WRRC2. Listen online at 1077thebronc.com. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Trey Wright and Chris Aponte calling the game here. Cardinals down 8 nothing, going in the bottom of the seventh inning. They need eight runs in order to stay alive. Robert Kelly leading off. He's going to take two balls down low to quickly go up in the count 2-0. Yeah, Robert Kelly 2-0 up on the count. Now they definitely need a quick start just to get people on the base for him. And I think they, that will start the team off with... He's gonna, that ball is going to roll back to second, uh, all the way to the warning track. So Kelly with the leadoff double trying to get things going here for the Cardinals. Just trying to get a run. At this point, you just want to get a run going. Yeah, stand-up double for, for Kelly right now. You Starting off exactly what you need to get. Just simply get a man on base. Now they got the, the catcher, Drew Dobkins, up to bat. This first at-bat is the game for today's game as he has been uh, – he's had to designate a hitter all game so far. So now Dobkins up to bat and seeing if he just get on base. Dobkins was able to get on base in his one at-bat last on Tuesday – against West Windsor Plainsboro North. He'll take a swing and strike there to go down on the count. 
0-1. Teague Toto in the on-deck circle, seeing if he can potentially break the shutout. That's another swing and strike from Dobkin. <laughs> Dobkin's just a bit behind on that fastball right there. So Burrow just throwing his heat out, and uh, Dobkin's not able to catch up. Here's the 0-2. Strike three, three straight sw uh, swing and strikes for Dobkin. That's one away, two to go here. And that'll bring up Teak Toto. Yeah, Teak Toto now up to bat. The sophomore, he had a good line, a uh, good hit to uh, the shortstop. It was a 6-3, but he made good contact on the bat. So now he's looking to drive in the runner, Robert Kelly, at second base. Oh, wow. Breaking ball there from Chase Burrows. Knows that he's got a shutout in the balance, not a no-hitter, with Deacon Moore having the only or uh, two of the three hits so far today that Lawrence has had. That's a ball outside. Count even at one and one with one strikeout. With one strike rather. Yeah, one-one for Teak Toto. One out man on second. Robert Kelly just looking to run come home. He's a speedy guy, so he can make it. That's going to be an off-speed breaking ball there that Toto's going to see, so we'll go up on the count, two and one. Toto really knows how to watch these pitches and knows what pitches that he likes to hit. Here's a two-one. Ball in the dirt low. That'll be three-one. Three-one now for Toto, just sitting in patient, waiting for his pitch. Now he has the count he likes, so now let's see the damage he can do. Here's the three-one. That's going to be fouled down to the first base line. That was a line drive that went right to the first base coach. Hit him in the hand off the redirect of the turf. So that'll even up the count, three and two. Yeah, now Toto with the full count. So now he has to protect the plate and see if he could just stay alive or just take a walk. Just take a walk at this point. But here's the three-two. Off-speed pitch. And then he's going to be called swinging or called looking rather. I don't know what this umpire is looking at. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I don't know, it's a bit outside. Toto just a bit frustrated as well. Uh, not exactly sure what it was about, but was called the strike three looking. So now two down for the Cardinals. I should one out to finish the game off. Aiden Poot pinch running here in place of Riley Rivera, trying to drive one home. That's strike one. Robert Kelly on second, the furthest that any Cardinal has made on the bases this afternoon. Burrows just two pitches away from a strike, from a shutout. That's going to be in the zone, so it's quickly 0-2. Another yeah. ball that looked low. Aiden Poot, the freshman, is the last hope, and then Deacon Moore in the on-deck circle as well, the only man with two hits so far this game. Poot, the freshman. Here's the 0-2. That's going to be popped high in the air, but that's going to go out of play before Jack Hughes can try and come down with it. But if Poot is able to get on base with a, just any any sort of base, I feel like Deacon Moore can drive in a run and prevent the shutout from going. Yeah, Poot just needs to get to first in, in any way. And that's the line out. That's going to go into shallow center field, and he will come down with it. So the Cardinals shut out by... The Notre Dame Irish eight to score is your eight to zero is your final score here from LHS. Just a rough outing for or the Cardinals all game long. Yeah, not the best outing for the Cardinals. Definitely 
Uh, not a typical one for this year, but nonetheless, I think this will be their ad, ad, their big game that they need for adversity for the future games. It was against another top competitor in this uh, conference, so now they know what their competition is. Yeah, and it's a big wake-up call from this young core because, again, this is a heavy, heavy team when it comes to underclass. And we've got so many freshmen, so many sophomores on here. You're only losing a couple of seniors. This is the game, and this is the time of the season where you make your mistakes. Yeah, you lose your first non, your first in-conference game of the year to go to ten and two, and it ties you with Notre Dame in terms of the standing. So, going into the back end of the season, this is where you make your mistakes. This is where you learn from those mistakes. This is where you start to really refine your craft. Yeah, this is where you learn how to build your team back. Uh, we have Coach Mayer, definitely uh, the coach with a lot of experience. So he's been in this situation before the Cardinals for the upperclassmen. They haven't had the best uh, the best past couple years, so this shouldn't be nothing new to them. And, and I, I will be expecting a big bounce back from the Cardinals. Well, we'll be right back with our post-game show here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. 1077 The Bronx campus traditions are underwritten in part by the Miller Keystone Blood Center in Ewing. Did you know that every two seconds someone in the U.S. requires a blood transfusion? Oh, and here's another interesting fact. 25% of the population will require a blood transfusion in their lifetime. The simple reality is there is no substitute for blood. The only source is a volunteer blood donor. 40% of the population is eligible to donate blood. However, only 4% do. Here's what you need to know. Anyone who is in good health, 16 years of age or older, and weighs 110 pounds or more is the most likely eligible to donate blood. I know you're probably wondering, how can I get involved? If you or someone you know is interested in becoming a donor, Miller Keystone Blood Center in Ewing is a perfect place to donate. For more information, call Miller Keystone Blood Center at 1-800-BA-DONOR or log on to giveapint.org to schedule an appointment. Your blood, their hope. Miller Keystone Blood Center. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salad, 
salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Vocelli Pizza, pizza done right. The ball game has concluded and the players are getting on the bus. But hold on a sec. Who is the player of the game? And what exactly went right or wrong? Regardless if Lawrence won or lost, we're about to find out as we pass the mic back to Chris Aponte and Trey Wright to dissect and analyze today's product on the field. This is the Lawrence Cardinals postgame rundown. Only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro. WRRC2, Trey Wright and Chris Aponte calling today's game as the Cardinals fall to the Notre Dame Irish 8-0, a shutout for Irish pitcher Chase Burrows, but overall, where to begin, Chris? Yeah, it was uh, a long game for the Cardinals here this Saturday morning. Uh, Notre Dame just came out, and they were on their A game. It was the two top dogs of this conference, the CVC conference, and we, we saw who the who, who, who the top dog was here today with Notre Dame as they did shut out the Cardinals 8-0. to um, Wasn't the regular Cardinals we've seen so far this season, um, but, you know, hopefully it'll help them out in the future. Yeah, definitely. It's good to get this adversity out of the way, like we just said. And remember, this is a young core. Yeah. Half of this team that plays on a regular basis are underclassmen. You've got Drew Dobkin, Connor, Connor and Aiden Crowley, Aiden Poot, uh, Deacon Moore. You've got Teak Toto. All of these guys that have been re- doing really well this season, they're underclassmen. This core is going to be around here for the next two, three years. So it's good that these, they learn these mistakes now. I mean, of course, you had some outside factors. You had the wind that's been a problem all day. That really messed with Giovanni Brogel in center field. You had the umpire calling a home run when that should have been a ground rule double. But overall, you just got to push through the adversity, and these are the games where you really need to get through it. Yeah, you definitely need to. The game started off with a young freshman, Aiden Crowley, on the mound. And he pitched decent, I would say. Um, we did see a couple mistakes on the defensive side for the Cardinals today. And uh, like you did also mention, a terrible call with the ground rule double um, being called the home run. So uh, it was just a, it was a hard game for the Cardinals. It was a tough loss. They took 8-0. to zero. Not many players got uh, on base today for the Cardinals. And uh, it just wasn't really what we typically see. But I... I I wouldn't be too surprised if they bounce back. Uh, I mean, I, I, I am. I would be surprised if they didn't bounce back. I would say. Well, it needs to be a big bounce back game on Tuesday against uh, Hamilton West at 4 p.m. And then uh, we're with you for the next couple of games for Lawrence Baseball. We got the Tuesday game against Hamilton West. Then Friday we go on the road to Haddon Township for the Thank You Classic. That's all the way an hour away from here, so it's definitely a road game. 4 p.m. start for that once again, and then we've got the Lawrence Varsity Tournament. Lawrence taking on New Egypt in the first game, and then they will play the winner of Princeton versus Southern at noon on Saturday, next Saturday in one week. But overall, you're getting into the nitty-gritty of the schedule. Then they play Trenton after that. I believe they've got a game against Ewing later in that week. So overall, we're seeing a lot of them go back on the road, but they need to get through this adversity, and they need to have a bounce-back game against the Hornets. Yeah, they need a huge bounce-back game against the Hornets. Um, 
<clears throat> pardon me, they still sit in a very high spot in the conference. So uh, still good standings alongside that. Just, you know, they, they met their match today with Notre Dame. Notre Dame just looked really good. A bunch of uh, young guys, uh, you know, older classmen, but at the end of the day, they're still young. They look good. Great pitching. Great, great, great fielding by the Irish. And uh, there's just a lot of games we've seen the Cardinals just uh, – execute and, and emphasize when when other teams make mistakes but today the roles were switched and, and we saw the irish take advantage of mistakes the cardinals made and and they did execute on them yeah like we said very experienced team here from notre dame you got five kids that are already committed to d1 schools chase burrows would, i would be surprised if he wasn't one of those guys with those just magnificent off-speed pitches that he was throwing tj magliozzo literally saw the ball all freaking day um Jack Hughes as well, and as, as, um, Brandon Buicker with a home run. I'm not going to lie. like If this was any other ballpark than this one, easy home run. Oh, on that deep ball, yeah, easy. But he can He's definitely got the hitting power. We that, saw a lot of hitting power from this team. Yeah, we saw that shot there. I mean, he, at the end of the day, uh, he did launch that ball. Brandon Buecher did, like, that was a moonshot to center field. But uh, this is a big field here, so uh, it, it did take a bounce, and, and it did take a ground rule double but ump saw it as a home run and that's what they called it as and that's what it's going to be listed as but i guess uh, everyone who's who was here and really saw the game re only really knew what happened and there was a bunch of fans back there uh who were behind the wall like just yelling like what do you mean home run what do you mean it was a ground rule double and uh no one paid him any mind and and, and called the home run yeah so before we go we're going to quickly give our mc vc of the game most valuable cardinal we're going to give it to connor crowley since he was he had four strikeouts on the day it was able to keep you know keep the blood uh, bleeding a little bit limited there but like we said early on the top of the show that was pretty much putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound yeah it, connor definitely came in and, and added two strikeouts at 36 only in two innings so he definitely had a good good outing on the mound but uh you know definitely wasn't the most successful game in any uh for for batting for the cardinals so connor coming in later in the game was was probably the best hope he didn't he didn't leave any runs up on the board uh he, he handled his business very well the, the sophomore the young sophomore just came on the mound handled business and, and and you know just try to keep the cardinals in the game but it just wasn't enough yeah so that's gonna that's gonna be a wrap here for today's broadcast eight to nothing your final score as the cardinals seven game winning streak comes to a close they will take on hamilton west the hornets on tuesday april 25th 4 p.m starts of 3 30 game time be prepared for that right here on 1077 the bronc retro but looking ahead to that yeah pretty much that's going to be a wrap here like i just said for chris aponte i've been trey wright Thank you so much for tuning in to Lawrence High School Baseball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. We'll see you guys.